Hello, and welcome to episode number four of the third season of Les Odorants, the greatest perfume podcast that has ever been or ever will be. I am Dan, and as always, I am joined by Fliss, James, and Ben. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hello. Good, right, lovely to have you here. My favourite part of the fortnight, um, or as James was just telling us, his least favourite part of the fortnight. <laughs> doesn't... Doesn't like it. Doesn't like spending time with us anymore, do you? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, this is the point where you jump in really quickly and go, I was only joking, guys. I, I would like to set the record straight, guys. Uh, are we doing the full 14 then? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'd be, watching, I'd be wow. watching Strictly downstairs, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I mean, who, who, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't rather be watching Strictly? Um, Me. Right. Yeah, can't oh, fucking I stand like it. A, I just think, oh, really? th- yeah, because Why? there are people who have spent their entire Why lives are you on Strictly, bro? getting good at ballroom dancing. When I was little, I remember watching Strictly Come Dancing or just Come Dancing, and there it were was... actual professionals who were really, really, really fucking good. And now there's kind of this idea that you can just be a celebrity and then have a go at dancing or have a go at ice skating, and your piss poor offering gets more views than someone who spent 15 years of their life actually being an expert. Fucks well, I mean, you, you could say that, obviously, with all this YouTube, like, boxing craze that's been going on, because that oh, is the big, big thing Big in fan that. of KSI, are you? Well, no, do you know what, right? Do you know what? I, I would rather, the, at the end of the day, right, they have been able to get their professional boxing license right they've mm. they've trained they've done all the things that they need to do so why does it matter that they're a youtuber i'm the biggest person to be like oh yeah if you know if they've it's... got a professional boxing license that's a bit differently different though to just having a go and the... no but they are just having a go they have to in order to be able to have a professional fight do you know <laughs> what i mean they, they're not mm. able to it's not like ballroom dancing where you can just go in i think that that's right what that's kind of not the point that i was making i'm okay. making the point that like people slag them off and go oh they shouldn't be doing it and blah 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 and real boxers you know you should be watching people who've like uh learned the craft and you know done mm. all this shit and it's like well yeah but the the, the eyes aren't on that unfortunately right the eyes are on this shit so really and and it's taking nothing away from them because they, they're doing the training and they're actually doing it to a point where they're competent and they're able to yeah. get in the ring. So I say good for them for doing it. I, and I'm, I'm the same with the celebrities. Off, in well, I'm not slagging off the celebrities for, for for being given the opportunity to do it and for them enjoying it because it's clear that they love doing it. It's clear that some of them get real joy from doing it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but what pisses me off, though, is that we have been... We, as as a society, have been dumbed down by content providers and uh, production houses to think that this is better than actually watching people who are good at shit. Which is not what you get in Les Odorants because we're very skilled content providers. Well, um, I, I, I was wondering how we were going to segue back to actual perfume, but um, should we talk about oh. perfume? Should we give it a go? I mean, that is why they tune in, if indeed... Anybody does. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been it's been a, uh, a sort of weird week uh, for me. Um, I happened um, I happened into a bunch of vintage Henri Jacques perfumes, uh, like discontinued stuff, uh, which I basically bought on mass through a sort of contact of mine. 
and um, then sold like 90% of. You you didn't get dental occur, did you? No, 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 no. I I would have let you know. That I would have provided that and a bonquette uh, for your uh, delectation. Uh, had that occurred so i've been sort of spending a lot of time sniffing those and going oh yeah no they are really fucking good um what else have i uh oh so what do you mean by vintage because that do they have a rich heritage what is that uh, sorry I, I i really mean discontinued they're, they're ones that um uh they don't make anymore um and they're all in the old style uh bottles and uh things so uh, they're quite highly sought after. Uh, there was a rose one, though, and, and I've seen this with perfumes with very high... I think it's very high rose content in them, but it basically goes sort of solid, almost crystalline, mm. at, at kind of room temperature. You have to warm it up to turn it into an actual oil. Um, and certainly I had one which which I think was a spirit by one, which... Uh, uh, came on on a plane i know sent it was it came from i think the states or something and it was fucking freezing and it was delivered to me by the courier still like really fucking ice cold and and it was more or less solid this thing um and it was only when i sort of sat it down um and kind of warmed it up very very gently that it became kind of uh fluid it's sort of amazing um i I'd, i've not seen that with uh, a lot of other perfumes but i believe i'm told it's it's a very high rose uh content that does that but uh i mean that that was sort of by the by i guess the the other interesting perfume that i received in the last two weeks was from a brand called le monarch who um i don't know if you they they, they got like instagram presence but they're all they're quite fancy black bottles, and their logo is a butterfly, um, and it's it, they're rather nice. Uh, but they sent me a sample set, and they're all really good. And it's one of those brands that, I mean, I, I guess we've talked about this a bit before. Uh, a lot of luxury brands, there is a sort of phoness to their luxury. You know, they they they've just kind of gone, oh yeah, no, we're a luxury brand. Here's our sparkly bottle. Um, and you can usually see where the corners have been cut somewhere in production of the presentation, or you can tell that, you know, they've they've just put all the money into presentation and then bunged some sort of like Sauvage clone or something in the bottle, hoping that, you know, the grandeur of, mm. of the presentation will, will somehow qualify it as luxury. Um, these guys seem to be doing some really good stuff, but they sent me one that's by Stephanie Bakush, um of invasion bar bar she is she's my favorite yeah she's like my perfume uh superhero um and it's absolutely fucking lovely i mean it's Mm. really amazingly good perfume they're charging like 400 euros for these which is like eye-watering but then if you compare them to something like bond number nine which also is charging similar sort of money for you know fairly sort of uh flaccid crap yeah run of the mill um so i don't know i i um i i definitely i would suggest uh if if opportunity uh, presents uh which you know, i guess it'll have to if i squirt some stuff into some atomizers to try some of the le monarch mm. uh, range yeah um other than that i have Precious little to... Oh, no, I did. Oh, oh I, uh, the Creed one. Creed... Oh, the Carmina. Carmina, yes. Creed Carmina. Um, I bought a bottle of that 
um, and I sold it uh, pretty well instantly. It, I think it's actually marketed as feminine. Mm. It could be masculine. Um, I would, I would wear it if I liked it, but I just I definitely did not like it. It starts with this really lovely sort of cherry, black cherry sort of vibe, but then it just goes into one of those generic sort of nasty musks like um herba pura kind of thing just there it can't just possibly nasty. be as bad as that um I it's had, not I did, I did notice on the groups however a lot of people had um some of the influencers on the groups had been sent a bottle and then mm. some of the like, just hardcore fans had purchased a bottle um when it was first released and i have noticed the resale of it is I mean, there's a fairly high turnover on, yes. on the uh, groups I, of it. And I think that it was very hyped and a lot of people are not bothered by it. And it, they say, they're saying the same things as you, which is the opening is lovely and then they're just, like, bored. Yeah, I, I bought mine as a from a, a, a another influencer. Mm. Uh, I fucking hate that word. But, um, but I, I bought mine from someone who does all that. Uh, stuff and um, and so you know got it for a very reasonable price and then sold it for the same. Is this a new creed? Yeah, yeah. It's called Carmina uh, and it comes in a purple bottle with a gold cap. And and the reason I remembered is because James commented on my post on Instagram. Um, but it's it's such a bleh, you know. It's just um, really nice fruity opening. Sorry, James. Uh, go on. Uh, no, no. Another thing, just to. Because obviously I saw it and then you've given an appraisal of it and I just thought, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm not really interested in like new creeds. I do like mm. the colour. I'm actually wearing a kind of similar colour myself yeah, today. You are. Uh, very, very fetching sort of uh, pinky, puce colour. Puce. Okay. Puce. Yeah. I'll go with puce. Um, yeah. No, I, li- I like the Creed bottle. It looks great. But, you know, if you say shit, then uh, that's fine. Um, but speaking of other shit that like, you know, um, I'm assuming you were sent by somebody. I'm getting bombarded mm. with adverts for these fuckers now just because I looked at your post, maybe. Um, really? But I didn't even know. I wasn't aware of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like their advert comes up. I don't, I don't like mine, Who? but I'd never heard, I'd never heard of them before. Uh, they're like a luggage brand and their bottle oh, looks me. like Batman Toomey. Yes, yeah, I'd never heard me. of them before. So, yeah. so Toomey, oh, that is a good point. Yeah, Toomey make like really fucking high-end uh, luggage um and uh you know if you if you com- if you fly a lot like you know if you fly business a lot you've probably got a toomey carry on uh, it's the sort of thing ben probably has at least one off somewhere um, i don't i don't fly no, f- no that is a fair point um but is it, it but I don't, i've never heard of Tim. i've never heard of toomey they're, they're canadian but not toomey Okay. Uh, well, the same sort of same yeah. sort of space. So um, I think they're Canadian. Is that how you say it as well? Like half of the uh, the Chuckle Brothers uh, catchphrase. Is <laughs> 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 that how you say it? That. To me, to you, to me, to me. To me, to you me. Should, every to time me. you see a businessman with mine, you should just say to you. <laughs> I, do you know yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's tummy or something. Or, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It, it, I don't think I've ever actually said the word until now and now you got me doubting myself so maybe it's it's a bit naff as well though because if it is a very high-end luggage brand they've just put an m in tui which is like a relatively cheap package company a package well the tui have taken me on holiday for the last few years so i ain't complaining about that (laughs) um this this is the one this is the one um yeah 
it does look a little bit Batmanish, and it's got um, a cool bottle. It's, it's cool a cool ball, yeah. and and so the cap as well is a lot like a sort of luggage style thing. So it, it kind of clicks into, it clicks open, and so when when the red line's in the middle, it's locked, and then you click it open and, and lift it off. And it's I was going to say, yeah, wouldn't it be amazing? One of those little three numbers that you have to remember at the top. You should really have your like your little personalised numbers on the top that you have to wiggle. Yeah, yeah, that would be a great idea. Um, it's rather nice. <laughs> I'll I mll mean, mention it, it to them. Yeah, you should. Um, I mean, the the bottle is nicer than the perfume. I'd say it's like it is a really nice sort of bottle, but it's not it's not bad, and it's also not egregiously priced. I think it's like uh, ninety quid for a hundred mil, and um, you know which. Okay, I, it's unfortunately that's weird. standard now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's sort of standard designer stuff, and 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 I think if you look at some of their luggage, it is eye-wateringly expensive. You know, you're paying like sort of five, six hundred quid for a little carry-on bag or something. Um, mm. You'd expect them to be, uh, you know, punching a little bit higher up the um, uh, luxury chain. But I do think it, it, I think we may have discussed this before. But there is this sort of movement, I, I guess similar to Bentley, where, you know, you you can't, well, mere mortals like us can't afford a Bentley car, but we can afford a Bentley perfume. And it's like a, an inexpensive way to access it. You know, these perfumes are way cheaper than any of their luggage. You certainly and, can if you go on eBay and they're at $19.99 for 100 mil. It's perfect. Of what? Toomey or Bentley? Bentley. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bentley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it smells kind of nice. It's sort of generic, um, designer, fresh, uh, bright, um, quite decent sort of longevity. It's the sort of thing that would make an excellent Christmas gift to someone that you didn't know their tastes and they weren't desperately into perfume. Um, you know, it's in, well, by it. which I mean, it's well, it's inoffensive, right? It's I don't think it's ever going to appeal to, um, you know deep niche perfume snobs or, or anything, but it, it is perfectly pleasant and uh, and likeable. Um, so, yeah, there's that one. But you're now getting bombarded with adverts for them, eh, James? I, I, yeah, about three times the advert has come up. Um, just from I think from liking your post. And another thing that keeps coming up is uh, there's this custom, uh, like, customizable watch thing and i looked at this thing and it's like a halloween rolex have you seen it i did it must be everywhere i I just keep getting hammered with it like a halloween rolex right and it's got all the the rolex badge has been like redesigned like there's like a halloween pumpkin and stuff and i was like either this is some shitty fake brand or it's like some ridiculous like thing and i i looked on the website and it said oh yeah this is like for like a rolex daytona it was like 75 grand oh but you need to uh, like send us the Rolex Daytona. The seventy five grand is just for customizing it. Yeah. I'm like, uh, oh right, okay. Oh, I was so outrageous close as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just another forty grand or something to buy one of those. But um, no, I just so just stupid adverts come up on my seventy five quid on getting a pumpkin on your watch. Quid. <laughs> I know it's thousand pounds. Not seventy five thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's just insane, a- isn't it? I mean, like, oh no, we don't provide the watch. The watch doesn't come. It actually yeah. says in the small print. It's like, yeah, that's just for customers. You have to send us the watch. Fliss looks yeah. genuinely like completely fucking baffled by this. I just think some people have got more money than sense, haven't they? Well, I mean, that that, that is self-evidently true. You you I mean, need only look at the world of 
perfume collecting. Oh, well, I know on. there is also that. I mean, I, I've, I've got more money than cents, and to be honest, I don't have a lot of money, so uh, that's <laughs> how, how little fucking cents I have. Universe, isn't that that yeah. Tony brand, they're missing a trick, right? You, you know if you fly Emirates, uh, like business or first class or whatever, you get... No. Um, Bull, no, well, I don't well, know. I, don't, I only know this because I bought this perfume on the grey market and it came from this, basically. is They they give Bulgari perfumes on their plane. Yeah. They used to have... Um, is it Ote, Ote Noir? Um, was and the it's perfume. a full 100 mil as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so Toomey want to get in there and like have their perfume as the like complimentary fragrance for flying business class or, or whatever on Emirates. And then... Because that's, the, that's their customers, isn't it? You, you should work for them, man. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah. You've given them some gold there. Cut that sorry. out and then approach them yourself. Okay. So oh, I'm thinking, uh, you know, if we're going to talk to prospective uh, advertisers about monetizing this podcast, what we should tell them is that our content is pretty broad. It's pretty diverse. You know, we will, we will deep dive fucking uh, Strictly Come Dancing and we will, we will leap to fucking marketing luggage brands in, in, you know, in, in just in a mere matter of seconds. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. A, a, yeah, twenty-four a, minutes. Twenty-four we'll be minutes. Back in a minute. The perfect segue. Right. Okay. Well. Uh, anyway. The, so that has been some perfumes uh, from my uh, part of the world. Um, ben. Ben, what have you been wearing? He's been hitting the big <laughs> stuff again. Sort of. Um, mostly, to be honest, the stuff that I can't talk about because we'll be talking about it in the second section. Because um, obviously we had... How's your cold now? Have you, yeah, much have better. You got this week, cold? totally fine. Yeah, just gave it to the rest oh, of my good. family. So that was good. Uh, Excellent. But I was fine. So happy days. Um, <laughs> good. But yeah, because we have 14 perfumes to go through uh, in this part two, I, I've basically been wearing mostly them. I did wear, that I haven't worn for a long time, Zoologist Moth. Now that's mm. a fucking interesting perfume. If you like it or not, you got to admit it's pretty cool. It's. I um, think I wrote something scathing about. I it. bet you did. It's. I mean, it smells bonkers. I've never smelled anything like it, and I can't imagine ever smelling anything like it because why would you? Because it smells wrong. It's, it's all fucked up. It smells. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd hard push you and oh, tell you what yeah. it smells like. It smells sort of like dusty. There's some iris that like really kind of. It plays like a centre role, but then it's very odd. It's it's the oddest of odd jobs. Go on, Fliss. I know you've written I, something savage. I've written I've written The moth is trapped in an early nineties tarot shop. It's wrapped in plastic. The smell quickly becomes honeyed, however, as the moth presumably encounters a night-blooming flower. Mech, spare me your lurid technicolor perfume paintings. Fuck off. <laughs> I remember. I remember that. You know, I remember it really vividly. I remember your co- you both having the conversation about uh, it, uh, and I remember trying the perfume as well. It, um, the honey thing, that. yeah, it's definitely got Fuck like off. it thickens up and gets this sweet, thick, heavy honey in the middle, um, which I can imagine being really repulsive for some because also it's like juxtaposed like this 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 quite sweet, thick honey with. So it's kind of powdery kind of florals. It's it's very peculiar. I love it. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. But it's it's hideous. It's yeah. it's, it's truly hideous. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, okay. I'll, that's that's Just, about it, really. Because everything else is stuff that we can't. It will be in the second half. Can't so. talk about it. Yeah. Just can't. 
Yeah, we got to talk about 14 perfumes in the second half, which is a tall order. We don't have to talk about uh, just, all Just things. to... Well, no, we don't, actually. But just, just to divert the conversation yet again away from perfume. <laughs> right? well, where, and where, boxing. No, no, they, boxing. It, Dancing. All, no, 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 no. It all segues back Suitcases. in. Suitcases. Right? Watch Because... <laughs> Well, no, I'll tell you what, right? It, it's basically, we were having a conversation with um, uh, Ben from uh, Mammoth, uh, Mammoth the, other, the other day. And we were talking about cooking and how cooking is a kind of, should be uh, an easy sort of um, inroad into like mixing different flavours and things together. I, I, I ate some green beans earlier, right? And... Green beans are really interesting because sometimes I love them, sometimes I really hate them. And I think they do have loads of like individual different flavors to them, right? They're not just like, oh, they taste of green beans to me. I don't know why. And the ones I had tonight, I've never experienced this before. They tasted a little bit, they had like a little aftertaste of like, um, uh, like pecan nuts, right? I'm not joking. And I said it to Jenny and she went, what are you talking about? So you're banging on about fucking green beans. What, what are you, what are you about? on about? Put Strictly on. Yeah. And, and, and they tasted of, and, and she went, oh yeah, now you've said it. But it's the same with perfume. Now someone says yeah. something, you go, oh yeah. But I genuinely, it's really weird. Um, I just, just thought I'd say that. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. No, 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 that's that's quite okay. I mean, I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure where we went with that. I don't even know how we got there. No. But it's a, I quite like it. Pecans uh, are nice. Uh, w- green beans are what my mate used to call squeaky beans because oh, they, squeak squeak they are squeaky. squeaky. They do squeak. Mm. Yeah, squeaky beans. Squeaky uh, beans. Nice. Yeah. Um, good. Right. Uh, Anything else from Ben? Yeah, no, that's pretty to say. Like everything else is, is stuff that say we'll talk about in the second half. So um, that's about it. I mean, I've literally... is there? But I mean, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? You know, oh. non-perfume related? Uh, no, not without it getting very dark very quick. And we'll just leave it. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's probably a good idea. We don't. Uh, excellent. Right, Fliss. Fliss. Before we get into uh, the full fourteen. Um, so I misheard something you said earlier, by the way, um, and, and I thought it, it it would make a great uh, Halloween segment. Um, but you said we don't have to do the full 14, talking about what we're doing in the second half. What my brain heard was we don't have to do the awful 14. And I thought maybe we could do a, a Halloween awful, awful 14. Oh, that would be fun. That would be lots of ranting, wouldn't it? James's worst perfumes ever. The <laughs> awful fourteen. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> he, he looks. He looks like genuinely happy at that prospect. Yeah, he does. Uh, good. Right. Um. Yeah. What have I been wearing? Yeah. 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 I. So. Nick Chanel. Uh, when I met him at the uh, Henry Jacques. Uh, oh. Sorry. Oh. That's a very Oh my ringtone. god. 
No, I know, I know. Yeah. It, it, uh, basically, I've, uh, that was my uh, alarm telling me I've got to bid on a Halloween, second-hand <laughs> Halloween costume for my... Oh, right, I, can't th- I thought it was going to bid, bid on a perfume. I thought it was perfume-related? No, no. Thank God no, for that. Um, <laughs> so, basically, uh, Nick Chanel, when I met him at the Henry Jacques uh, kind of concession in Harrods, had given yeah. me a load of little decants, and two of these decants were... The, from the Zara line, there was Chiburo's Noir and mm-hmm. Leather Jardin. Um, oh, I love Leather Jardin, the Joe Malone one. Yes. You're going to um, tell me you hated it. Well, I felt like all I could smell was this really aggressive leather material or possibly woody amber i don't know what it is it's in buen camino it's in a couple of the zoo frags so it's not cheap um but there's an astringency to it that then dries down as what i consider to be a brown a burnt brown smell and i could really smell it in the dry down of the leather jardin and i just i couldn't get over it and burnt I think, brown i know that doesn't it make it makes doesn't sound sensible at all but there's there is a there is a, a material in the pace note that that dries down to that for me, and I I couldn't get on with it, and I was really sad because I know that there's a lot of love for the leather jardin, and uh, I told Nick that, and he just said he wasn't going to speak to me for a bit, so that's fine. Um, okay, yeah, Chiburos well, Noir. I, I may not speak either, but okay, yeah. that's cool. I don't care. Chiburos um, yeah. uh, Noir <laughs> was surprisingly good. Although not at all noir. Um, I thought it was very fresh tuberose, lovely light white flowers. But it would, it didn't smell like a 1999 perfume, that's for sure. Um, I wore Osmanth Yunnan from... It, it, sorry, is the tuberose noir, did you say that's also a Zara one? Yeah, it's also the Zara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I really liked it, um, but obviously... Is it by anyone interesting? I think it's a Joe Malone again, I think. Oh, it's another Joe Malone one. Yeah, but I mean, it's not... We had it on a strip and then I had dental occur on my arm. And so you can kind of guess which one won. Um, but, mm. you know, there we go. Um, I wore... Was there a bonquette nearby? Well, I didn't need to sit down when I was sniffing the Zara, so... You know. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> The Osmanth Yunnan, which uh, James was talking about a couple of episodes ago, and I really, really liked it. I think it's really lovely and classy. It's from the Hermessence line. And there's a lovely leather record in there that's that soft, suede um, mm-hmm. Hermes signature leather, which I really, really liked. Um, and then I haven't really been wearing anything else because I've been wearing a lot of Deceta and anything I do try, uh, Dentelloca has ruined me. Cool. That is bad. That is bad. As, um, I, I, I I did listen back to last week's podcast, and and I think James made the point that it sort of ruins the podcast if 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 every time you talk about a perfume, you just go, well, it's, it's no dental occur, is it? So well, uh, I know. <laughs> Luckily, as I, there were some lovely things in Ducita that I'm not going to say that about. Um, okay, good. Uh, but but at the beginning of the week, that was definitely the vibe. Okay, well, we will, we will get we will get absolutely into the Desuta stuff in part uh, two. Yeah, but um, I think it's therefore time to wheel out the the full fourteen. Yes, I am now. Right, so 
The first day I wore Givenchy Organza Indecence. Oh, you never even heard of that. Indecence, indecence. Um, yeah, it's a kind of uh, it's an old school perfume, mm. but it was re-released in a kind of newer bottle. I got it in the newer bottle. It was just like a flanker of Organza, which is a kind of uh, really funky bottle, isn't it? It's, it's like a kind it's of like a, long it's, it's a goddess of... in a Doric column or a Doric column that looks like a goddess. All those beautiful. Yeah, it's like a flowing kind of glass. Beautiful yeah. thing. What's a wonderful flacon? What's a Doric column? Is that what you said? Yeah, Doric column is. Um, oh, actually, actually, it's not a Doric col- column, is it? It's probably more Ionic. Um, it's one of the classes of column that are on classical architecture, and they oh, have different like shapes Greek. at the top and different oh, types right. of fluting. And the I was wrong when I said Doric. Thank you for picking me up. It's actually an Ionic. I, 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 I wasn't picking you up. I was you inquiring as to what the fuck. What's in the name then? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, no. I, uh, you, Doric column? What the fuck, you idiot? That's not Doric column. I have no idea what a Doric column is. But thank you. I feel like I've just been educated. Excellent. Cool. So the actual perfume itself is very vanillic to the point where you'd be like, are you sure you really like this? Because it's very uh, feminine in a kind of like way that, you know, is quite predictably like, oh, it's quite a femme perfume. But I absolutely love it. And I think it's fantastic. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of like resinous and it's got this kind of like jelly sort of feel about it but it's very vanillic in in an almost uh yeah like quite predictably dare i say cheap but it's classy do you know what i mean it's not like it's no it's no it's not trying to be some like modern bullshit Mm. it's like it's a really good perfume i i really enjoy it more than i really should but i do the original though is that goes back to our 90s episode because i remember I don't remember actually ever owning a bottle, but I do remember smell it, uh, spraying it a lot. And it was mm-hmm. very, you know. It's quite iconic yeah. of that sort of time, I would say. Um, obviously more more so for, for women. But uh, yeah, I got it. I don't know why I just randomly sprayed it and was like, oh, that's great. And they were like, yeah, they're all being discontinued and they're getting rid of them all. So I was like, uh I better get that. So uh, I managed to get it. Uh, anyway, then uh, I wore Thierry Mugler Amen Pure Tonka. Ooh, uh, uh, I'm not actually familiar with the Pure Tonka one. That sounds like a sort of even sweeter riff on an already sweet <laughs> perfume. Do you know what? You'd be surprised because it, it kind of is, but it's decent. Is it? Uh, it's pretty good. Yep, yep, yep. And, it, and I would actually what say... What is the bottle? Because they were it's all the glossy black. It's a bit Batman. It's, yeah, glossy black. Oh. Yeah, it's like a shiny rubber okay. black flacon. It's great. Um, it, I mean, you know, uh, I think it's like hyped by fucking idiots but you know that whole um, range is though isn't it's it it's very um good. i don't know why it has huge appeal doesn't it um i yeah. guess it's like the different colors like they're all quite funky colors aren't they like the, the crypto mint one and the orange one they're like oh i hate that crypto it's very mint. collectible Ugh, mm-hmm. that crypto mint is one of the worst like just it is it, it yeah it's like mint chocolate just Wrong, yeah. wrong on every conceivable. I, I don't like mint. It's like fucking been smeared with an after eight. <laughs> it's bad. Anyway, sorry, James. Uh, 
No, that's fine. Uh, I wore Hermes Rocker Bar, mm. which uh, I'd struggle to describe, um, but is just a wonderful kind of spicy, woody, I suppose leatherish, is it? I don't know. Uh, kind of lovely perfume. Just great. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> lovely. That, then I wore Dior Sauvage. Not Eau Sauvage, Sauvage. Really? Uh yeah, 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 of course we have this all the time. It's the EDP. Uh, I didn't really... Uh, there's something about Savage as a as as a technical... As a lover of, like, technical sort of perfumery, as as you know, uh, I, I kind of like stuff that, like, everyone else would think was shit or really synthetic or whatever. Um, with that, I actually think Dimashi did... Uh, something pretty iconic uh, even though you smell it everywhere I'm almost on the bandwagon of I hate it as much as any other person who can't stand it however in the the various iterations that they made afterwards it just got better and better mm. in my opinion because they they kind of toned down the loudness of it and the ridiculousness of that EDT so the EDP was even better then the Parfum after that is even better than that and then that weird one that they brought out that doesn't even really smell like the other ones that Dan probably loves uh, that more sort of Fougere one is great as well uh, so it's like the, the Elixir, the elixir. yeah I quite like the Elixir one yeah. the, the EDT mm-hmm. I still have a bottle of the EDT but um, I mean if it wasn't already ruined uh, for me um, someone <laughs> Someone wore it to my dad's funeral uh, a few months ago, and uh, it was like, I mean, it's it's just such a sort of obnoxiously loud perfume that you can't sort of... Yeah, it's not one for a funeral. It's not, in, in, no. in any... I mean, if, no. if you're going to wear... Uh, I mean, it's one of those things people do, like top ten lists for top ten perfumes to wear for a funeral. So, you know, I... I, I didn't wear a perfume because I mm. I didn't want the day to be associated with a scent for me, mm. and mm-hmm. um and and somewhat regrettably it is now associated with uh, Dior Sauvage EDT. Which, There's always some flat in the fucking Sauvage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ruining everything, the cunts. Anyway, Jesus. but uh, yeah. what, how I apply it, I literally spray it in the air and, and then walk, walk through, through it. it. Yeah. That's all. That's that is all I can stomach. Because if I sprayed it directly on, I'd fucking hate it. Yeah, I I, I can understand that. I I um I, I'm reminded. I don't think I've told you this story, but uh, a f- uh, sort of friend Bruce uh, was telling me that he discovered his dad applying Kuros, but his dad's Kuros application routine was to spray it directly into the middle of his forehead. <laughs> just like, are you like, uh, what? The, fo- the forehead? <laughs> are you sure? I and mean, that just seems like such a fucking... <laughs> what? <laughs> There's too much stuff can go wrong with spraying perfume on bizarre. your forehead. <laughs> this looks like she's struggling to breathe. Yeah. A true story, though. Well, according to Bruce, it's true. Oh, I know, I'll just... Right on the forehead, Ben. You look just baffled as fuck. I'm try- yeah, I'm trying to work out. It's like this sort of the ultra alpha move because, in a way, it's like the, the projection, like you know, from your forehead. Like, you know, I'm so mad. In like, um, so I used to study EI, right, which is um, like a martial art where you wave a sword around, right. And uh, in that, there's this thing called metzger, right, where you're like projecting yourself through like 
you the way you look and like everything is like hmm. about moving forwards and so i'm kind of getting that idea of like you're projecting it from the, the center of your forehead you know like you're really aggressive <laughs> the, and the, the, the pineal third eye yeah 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 but at the same time i'm also thinking that's really you're just going to spray that in your eyes and if you get kuros in your eyes that, yeah. that's the your night oh, ruined isn't it like, you fuck. don't want kuros in your third eye do you, <laughs> you don't, yeah. no. but I'm none of the eyes the, none of the eyes yeah none of the eyes none of the eyes no. um i'm also thinking though that the forehead is Especially if you're if you're slightly receding, it's actually quite an oily area of the skin. And if you spray onto your wrists or your arm or somewhere that's a drier area, then you don't get such good longevity. Maybe so, that's it. And yeah. so the oil on the top of the head like that might be just like maybe it's just projecting like a boom. Kuros for like, days. Kuros for days. And it's at nose height as well, isn't it? So it's like bam, like at everyone's <laughs> sort of nose height. <laughs> So Pure I think yeah, he might be onto something. Get this guy on. He's probably more fucking interesting than me. I've gone from I'm... finding it very strange to actually now being quite curious about how it works. Uh, I, 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 I too am curious. We're all, all going to be am... spraying on our foreheads, aren't we? <laughs> I, I am now wondering, like, Ben said you don't want to get cross in your eyes, but don't you? I mean, like, yeah, maybe you do. Maybe, you maybe do. it's like maybe, some maybe. weird drug, and it makes yeah, you like trip it's out. It's like the exactly. perfume is uh, like a version of the alcoholic who's like vodka in their eyes or whatever, or whiskey up their ass or something. Pool. I was thinking maybe it turn you into like a, a like it give you superhuman powers or something. You suddenly find yourself able to walk up walls and stuff because you're Kuros in your eye. This is such a fucking cool episode. I mean, it's a simulation of pepper spray. A cool episode about perfume. (laughs) This this episode has very little to do with perfume. Um, Excellent. Right, okay, more perfume then. Okay, so, all right, Floris Santal, which is just basically a kind of rip-off of that uh, Gucci Envy. Mm. Yeah, all right. It's all right. It's pretty decent. It's like, like kind of musky. Envy. Yeah, I do as well. I but exactly quite like it. Uh, then on Saturday of last week, I wore nothing. Mm. Just was forgot that... to wear anything. You just didn't bother. Forgot. Wow. Well, no, I was dressed. It was my son's birthday party and i was dressed as hagrid right and i had to (laughs) yeah i had to bodge the costume together and i bought a monk's like kind of monk sort of robe and uh this mad wig and a beard and kind of cobbled it together and i was like do i really look like him because it was a surprise because i normally work pretty much every saturday and i was actually off and i'd I'd fucked up the rotor and the guy was like oh no i'm i'm working and i was like oh shit and i thought i won't tell jenny i'll just pretend that i'm going to work so i pretended to go to work and i was like i'll just come to the party dressed as hagrid and everyone would be like ah no way uh so i did that and uh all the kids were like it's hagrid and and then I just got like a torrid fucking time after that because I was just getting like hammered by all the kids. And they were going, put your wig back on. Because every time I was like, I'm too hot. Taking it off, they were like, oh, Hagrid, put your wig back. I was like, fuck's sake, we got this like, beard on and shit. So I wore that. So I didn't need perfume. That was, you know, no, I was just I was just vibing out on my own Hagrid stink. So uh, that was it. Then I wore uh, uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You don't get second. away with it that quickly. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Right. For a Second, I, I thought when you said that you messed your rotor up that you were going to say that you had to go to work dressed as Hagrid. 
<laughs> All right, lads. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny enough, funny thing happened last night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I sprayed Koros in my eye, turned into Hagrid. Um, <laughs> is there any photographic evidence of you dressed as Hagrid? I saw it. I saw the wig. I need to see Do you know it. what? The wig's still on here somewhere. It was. It actually looks quite good. I- I wore it with, for our interview with Ben, and I was like, "Shall I just wear this and see if he thinks uh, I've got hair?" Uh, I think I could have got away with it. No, I could have got away with it. Got away with it, and he would have just completely accepted it because he's so nice. He'd have gone, "Oh, I know, he, he looks like nice. Hagrid. I'll just continue." Non-judgmental because he's British, and he just thought, "Oh no, he's not British, is no, he? He's American." I was going to say because that British thing of just like just pretending it's not there, don't want the confrontation, so I'm just. Going to ignore that crazy week. <laughs> right. Well, um, I feel, I, I, if it was here, I'd be wearing it. So. Well, I feel like our our our, our post for the uh, episode should probably involve you dressed as Hagrid in some <laughs> fashion. Yeah. Um, Good. I, All right. So anyway, then I wore pavilion, Le Pavilion d'Or, which we can talk about mm. in a bit because it's a Ducita. Mm. Uh, then I wore. Sorry, I'm only fucking halfway through. Right. Let's power through. So <laughs> I wore uh, Salvatore Ferragamo Uomo. Which is another modern piece of shit that people would slag oh, off and go. Oh, oh. Do you really like that shit? I was going to say, is that is that quite a modern one? Ferragamo, it's a kind of. It is. Is it like a sort of almost transparently blue? Is it transparent bottle with sort of bluish sort of hue to it? Is that the one? The right one? I'm no. No, it's kind of like it's got two black stripes down the side. It looks like it should be a Lalique. It actually is a really cool bottle. Um, and the reason that I bought it was because it would literally it'd come out and they put it out on the shelf early. In fact, it was before it came out. And I went, are you sure? I've not heard anything about this. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's new. We just put it out. And it turns out they'd put it out about like literally a month before it was actually like launched and everything. So I got it and I thought this is brilliant, right? Because it's kind of a bit like those nighttime uh, Armanis and stuff that were coming out at the time. It's got like a tiramisu note to it and blah, blah, blah. And you think, oh, here we go. It's this heavy coffee bullshit. But do you know what? The way that it's like finessed and just done so lightly, it's like just a light nutty sort of nurse, but it has this kind of uh, like powdery sort of thing of like modernity of that sort of thing. But it's like a sort of ambery, warm kind of perfume. I, I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. I'm just scrolling furiously through my Insta feed because uh, I feel like. When you described it as having been like a Lalique bottle, but now I'm worried that maybe it was actually the Lalique that I took a picture of. Um, so anyway, I'll, uh, it reminds me a little bit of the Linston de Galan bottle as well, um, with the two the black up the sides sure. and the kind of yeah. glass yeah. in the middle. Linston um, de Galan Extreme. Yes, yeah. I think we talked about that on the overrated under an overrated episode <laughs> yonks ago, but yeah, I firmly hold that that is a massively overrated perfume i i hate it it's just mm. bullshit uh okay, okay. uh well. then i wore a uh, vera wang for him wang harm <laughs> yeah i know wang. my whole yeah my whole uh you know review is all about willies and you know, <laughs> things, so. of course such, a fucking, such a child um so yeah but that's great uh i think it kind of smells people say it smells like tom ford the original for him mm. tom ford yeah i get that but again not a bad 
you know thing to smell like to be honest no. and i don't think it does i think it smells like quite different but i can see the ballpark that they're going for it's a kind of mm. uh yeah just just a nice perfume i'm not even going to get into it's sort of leathery i suppose but like in that modern fresh tobacco-y leather kind of way uh and then i wore guerlain queer beluga and it's got one of those little pumpy things like a little pumpy you know like a little uh, uh, the, the lady balloon-y. in a boudoir yeah, the puffer yeah. sort of thing whatever it's called yeah which is shit i hate them they fucking but suck they to look actually great. administer they perfume look great, yeah but they look cool perfume as well though because you can you can get a lot more um what's the word air air in it. In, in it and also there's mm-hmm. a lot more um uh, diffusion and you, the angels take more than their share if you've got one oh on your, on well i i only they, got it but because... they make you feel like a mid-century french lady so <laughs> that just makes up for happy it. days yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so yeah i love queer queer beluga it's a lovely again quite vanillic almost cheap smelling for Galana. I don't mean to the, the the irisy side of it yes okay it's very like buttery and it lasts and it's it, it's quite classy in that sense but the vanilla to me is quite uh like I say quite sort of cheap it's not like a woody like I want to really smell like actual vanilla it smells like sort of a, a cheap vanillin kind of afterthought but in the general context of the whole perfume it works and it, it's I, I do really like it um, a lot, and it's a, it's a good one. Uh, so anyway, then I wore Machino Forever, which is another little cheapie that I'm always banging on about. Again, with that vanillic edge to it, it's almost like uh, imagine that Bois. What's that one we always slag off uh, by Man Sarah Bois? Said Duat Bois. Imagine that Boise. Boise. Yeah. Imagine that shit, but if it was good, uh, that's, that's kind of what, that's kind of what this smells like. Um, it's like uh, all like resiny olibanum fresh for a for a designer perfume. So it probably hasn't seen any of those materials near it, but it's got this kind of incensey, fresh, woody sort of feel, and then it's got this like vanillic creaminess ish to it lasts for ages dead musky just just really good i i i think that's a great perfume again and it's like costs fuck all um mm. then i wore atkinson's whatever number burlington arcade is it like 37 or some shit like that and i've put dan in brackets because i think i think you'd really like that one um, I, I, yeah i have tried it it is quite nice um but it suffers from the same problem that all the atkinson's ones have it's a bit is- peppery well, they are all kind of peppery, but they're just a bit sort of like thin. Bleh. Thin. They are thin. blur. Yeah. Yeah, but they're sort of blur. Uh, you know, I totally none agree. Of the, none of them are amazing. They're all pleasant, inoffensive, but nothing to get emotionally revved up about. Mm. totally and there you go dan's had his word on it and i agree <laughs> uh, uh they do a perfume called pirates reserve it doesn't smell anything like pirates it's a chocolatey boozy off. sort of thing isn't it yeah what yeah. should a pirate nothing smell like, like a pirate sweat and gangrene Scur- yeah, yeah scurvy exactly. <laughs> vitamin deficiencies yeah <laughs> Yeah, gunpowder. Yeah, it's at Beaufort. Should do, do, do Beaufort have a pirate-based perfume? I'm sure they, they do. Yeah. They definitely do. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, um, 
Aren't yeah. all their perfumes? Uh, Via Armis. Yeah. Via Armis? Yes. Oh, smells. Via Armis. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh, does that get us up to date, James? Or have you got more? <laughs> 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 he says hopefully. <laughs> Etro Ambra. Oh, I've never tried anything that? by Etro. Well, a good yeah, friend sorry, of the show. He's Etro, not Etat, not Eldo. Yeah, Etro. No, yeah, I've seen Etro, the bottles. Yeah. I've never, I've never tried anything by them. Well, yeah, Etro is. Uh, I mean, they were a sort of brand that have been around for quite a long time. I've tried some of them. I remember when they were around. I think they're still going now, but like you, you don't really see them liberties. very often. Oh, there you go. So um, they're still going, but they've been, they're one of those like niche brands that's been around for a long time. Like I remember them being around like ages ago. Um, and yeah, I never really bothered with them much. And a uh, friend of the show, uh, Rich Mitch, shout out to uh, Rich Mitch. All right, uh, all right duck. Um, he sent us uh, a load of perfumes. Like he sent me like shit loads of samples. Uh, and one of them was Etro Ambra. But uh, so I wore that and it's, again, for an amber perfume, yes, it's a fantastic amber in terms of it's quite modern. I've got quite a lot of things to say about it, but I'll just simply say that it's more, again, olibanum. It's sort of leaning on that side, whether that's in there or it's just the labdanum comes across more sort of, it's more of an incense kind of fresh, uplifting sort of opening into like a very, very modern, very good amber that's not too heavy. It's not too like old booky kind of bit business it's more modern um but it's very very good uh just excellent perfume and then today i'm wearing memo uh or memo memo uh memo, memo. yeah memo you, surely memo i don't know <laughs> to, to uh, me so <laughs> to me memo <laughs> Uh, Tune in next leather. week where James and I will be talking absolute bullshit. <laughs> African um, leather. Again? Did you like it? African leather. Yeah, it's all right. I, it's not I great. I quite like African leather. It, it, it's, yeah. it is, I, I think, their most commercially successful perfume. Right. I kind of found it a bit forgettable wearing it today. And uh, <gasps> Shock yeah. horror. Not from Memo, surely. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's it, really. Full 14, done, Yeah, yeah, maybe, yes. Good. Okay, well, um, I mean, you know, we could go back to talking about Strictly, but I think maybe better we take a short break, uh, see if we can find any commercial sponsors who are interested in our unique brand of bullshit, unable to stay focused on any one thing for more than a couple of minutes. Uh, We are Les Odrens. We will be back with a full rundown of the inner workings of the combustion engine shortly. (laughs) Stick with us. (laughs) All right, welcome back to Les Aldrin's... while we were away, the guys took a vote and decided I needed to do the old thing in a mank accent. But I can't do it for that long. So I'm just going to have to talk normally. Sorry. Um, yes, welcome back to part two. I like of the way that room. slid into your normal accent, though, because you said, I'm going to have to talk normally. You normally. Still have to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, my, did I tell you, my brother uh, lives in Leeds, but he's developed a Leeds accent. Um, and I phoned him up. And uh, 
the, the first time I really clocked this accent was when I phoned him up. He answered the phone. He goes, hey, up, uh, done. Wow. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> hey, up, uh, done? What the fuck? Bloody Yorkshireman. I'm, my brother's a Yorkshireman now. Uh, anyway, um, right, so uh, in this part, we are going to be talking about Parfums Ducita. And uh, earlier today, I uh, put a small poll up on uh, our Facebook page um, asking people, do they think Persana Umavajani is the perfumer yeah, behind uh, Ducita? Um, and... Uh, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Um, and then I don't know what happened because I decided to delete my Facebook account today <laughs> for a bit. So I've deactivated my Facebook account and, and I think the poll probably disappeared with it. So um, who the fuck knows what the outcome was. But uh, but there you go. Uh, so uh, it was a bit of a mixed bag and certainly several people said uh, she's not and several people said they think she is. Um, and um, some reasons were put forth. Um, uh, but most people were sort of, I think the reasons were pretty passive. Uh, none of them were kind of hard evidence-based decisions. It was uh, evidence-based arguments. It was more just a kind of like, um, yeah, I get that vibe from her uh, that she is or that she isn't. Um, I don't think it actually even matters that much, um, but we are going to talk about her perfumes. Um, is that a fair introduction? Have I done her a tremendous disservice? I, I feel as though I kind of brought this subject up, but I feel a bit mean, mm. like constantly, like it seems to be sort of we're fixated on it until we get an answer either way. Um, and <laughs> No, I think we are, and and rightfully so, but I kind of feel as though every time we bring up Ducita now, we're just sort of talking about that. And really, like you said, mm. most of us are kind of like, mm, yeah, we're not too arsed. I mean, I get we've had the whole discussion of like, yeah, why why say it then um but I, I kind of feel like I'm like because I've sort of it's like it's almost like the bully who kind of like has second thoughts like kind of like makes everyone jump on everything and go yeah the fucking bitch she's not actually the perfumer let's fucking hit on and I'm like oh no actually we're being a bit mean now but I started the whole fucking thing in the first place so um I feel oh. like a bit of a a bit of a cunt, really. Do you know what I mean? Um, mean, James. So mean. Yeah, yeah. It's um, right. I know it's all right, and we're not it's saying. Right. I, I just, I, I, yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those weird sort of like things. But let's, you know, I just mean let. Let's maybe not dwell on it and just go. Uh, let's take them at face no, value. Just... Let's say that she is the Pavima, and uh, you know, good, good for her if she is. Um, uh, I, I but if she say, fucking isn't, if, <laughs> I'm telling you, she she's dead to me. <laughs> there's going to be fucking trouble. I, I have to say, I I think, um, and I, I, this is me sort of obviously having to, you know, suspend various uh, uh, aspects of reality. But I think if I were uh, the perfumer and owner of a very successful perfume house and someone said, well, I mean, I don't believe that you're the perfumer because these things are too bloody good for someone with no formal training to have come up with i don't think i'd be offended no, by it's that. a massive i compliment. think i'd actually yeah, yeah. It's, it's, i mean it's a bit it's a bit of a backhanded compliment but it's a fucking compliment nonetheless because the only thing that, that that anyone's picking over here is that 
Jesus, are these perfumes just too good, too polished for for, for a self-taught perfumer? Um, and, you know, there's, there's no bad outcomes here. Either she isn't the perfumer, and then we go, well, we're not that surprised, and that's fine. Or she is the perfumer, and you go, well, fucking brilliant. You must be some sort of, you know, naturally, uh, uh, you know, God-given talented uh, uh, fragrance person either way is fine by me um but should we get into them because there are a fucking load of them Mm -hmm. uh there's no doubt about that 14 of the bastards plus you've got the fifth a couple of you got 15th as well which is uh uh, yeah udinfini yeah exactly so where do we want to start fliss where do you want to start well, okay, you look like um, you were about to say something, so well, you get I? to go. I was just breathing in. Um, I want to start by saying that I didn't really know the house at all, apart from Udinfini, which Ben had very kindly sent me a while ago. Um, I I don't know why the house had passed me by. It just had. Um, so this last sort of 10 days or so, trialling them all has been... It's been really eye-opening, actually, because I think that I wasn't expecting to like everything as much as I did. And that's me being really honest. There was a time when every time I opened Insta, there was adverts for Ducita. And there was a part of me, the snobby part of me, that was just like, this is a really influencer-pushed brand. And for that reason, I can't be bothered to try it. And so when I said I didn't know why it passed me by, I did. And I've just explained it. Um, Mm. That said... This last 10 days has actually been really lovely and I have been super surprised at the level of quality and polish in the house. And while they're not all for me, I think that they, especially some of the florals, are exquisitely blended in the classical French style and could easily sit with some of those more old school, slightly vintage leaning femme things, say like, uh, early gutals or whatever and i just think i was super surprised at, at how many of these i really liked um cool. yeah and i guess well, we could start where would you like to start them. then pick pick uh, one we can talk about melody de la mort which was uh, it's a really lovely, peachy, tuberosy, gardenia thing. And Sounds I know that awful. it's not your thing necessarily, Dan, because <laughs> I've said two of the things that are not your things. Um, uh, but for me, it absolutely, especially the dry down on it, it absolutely stands on the shoulders of things like Fracas and Gardenia Passion by Guttal. Slightly less bubblegummy, although that bubblegum element is still there. It's lovely and musky. And I think the dry down is gorgeous. I think it would be a really easy reach in my wardrobe, but I would, I'd wear the fuck out of this. I'd love this on a, on a woman, but there is not a fucking day of the year that I could ever wear this or pull this off. No. Not not one. I think it is very femme. I think it's James? fantastic. Yeah. One of my favourite ones. And uh, I think... Would you wear it? Yeah, definitely. 
I mean, it, really? yeah, it wouldn't be like, you know, it, there's a time and a place and, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I'd have to be in the right mood. But yeah, I would definitely wear this and I'd really enjoy it because um, it almost has this slightly, all all that great stuff that Fliss was saying, but a slightly, uh, just to like temper it all, you know, so it's not too bubblegummy, a slightly sort of, ashy like a dry sort of ashiness to like the base or whatever um mm -hmm. which i think just brings it all together because it's such a like celebration of of wonderful like that that wonderful like tuberose kind of element um and it, it's it never goes too sweet i don't think either yeah. and i think that's a real problem with a lot of those big white floral uh, perfumes that are in this kind of style mm -hmm. is that they can get too bubblegummy, bubble too sweet. They often have like a bunch of vanilla in yeah. the base. Yeah. And then you just get that headachey and you get a bit sick. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a massive tuberose freak. I love all of that. And, and a big really? white flower. A big white really? flower freak. Yeah, really. <laughs> As if we didn't know. Mm. Um, it's great, great balance, isn't it? Like, there's, you know, I've, I've got so many in my collection, but I think that this is absolutely, you know, up there with the others. It's it's so well blended and never, never pushes into that overly sweet territory um, with, you know, overly vanilla or anything like that. And I just, and that peachiness is just in there enough and it's, it's, it's a bit juicy to begin with. And then the, the musk in it is so, so fluffy and diffusive but without being that kind of chewy air. So you're, the, the, the sillage on it isn't like chewy in any way. It's just so sophisticated. It's fucking is it sophisticated. Your, is it your favourite of them or is it just one that you randomly picked? No, it's picked? just one of them. It's just one of the many that I've got starred on my list as things right. that I think are really fucking good. All right. Ben, what do you reckon? So I, I split them up into didn't like... Liked, but were just okay on and loved. Like so, I had three piles, and this comes from my like middle pile. So this, I really liked it. I did really like it. I, uh, stuff that went in that pile was basically really good, but probably wouldn't buy a bottle. But mm -hmm. it's really good, um, and I, I love it. And I love that uh, it's the dry down. To, to me, the 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 opening's a little floral like big white florals and stuff but is that 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 ashy musky dry down like james mm -hmm. said the ashiness the dryness of it that that, that that's muskiness and i actually don't think it's that femme either like in the dry down i, I feel like you could anyone could pull this easy yeah. it's uh it, 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 it i mean it's still floral in the main but it, it loses a bit of that sort of flamboyance and it and it, and it becomes a lot more sort of seated and 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 i think anyone i'd wear that no mm -hmm. problem but um but yeah for me it's it's okay it's it or it's more than okay it, it's like but i probably wouldn't spring for like the to see the prices of the full bottle um mm. but it's but it's very nice I, I do like it yeah it went in my middle pile so yeah like okay. it a lot um mainly for the dry down um, not a massive fan on the opening uh, okay but that the dry down uh, is why, very nice why, why don't you give us one from your bottom pile my bottom pile okay yeah, um, why not? actually yeah I'll tell you what what about this one because this one is a really interesting perfume but it's just one of my bottom piles so Erewhan oh uh, see Erewhan is in my love pile I thought it might be that's why I picked it because I thought I others Erewhan, would like this 
Um, I think error yeah. one is just so. I mean, I think this quite. You see, this to me smells. I would say quite masculine. It's it's yes, very. Yeah. It's very suave, kind of woody. I really and, like it. And I, the funny thing is, I I love it. Um, but it's not for me. But so it went in my bottom pile. But mm. I put it in there thinking, I like this, but it. I, but it's just not my style. It's not what I'd like to wear. But I know others would love this because I, I can see that it's a it's a great perfume. I, I, um, I won't I won't give away too much by saying that that I you know for me the two favourites were Erewhon and Isara, which I think have a ah. a sort of commonality to them. Um, and I think. Isara oh, was her first her perfume, just to put it Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. I mean, if I was hazarding a guess, I would say Isara was probably in Ben's bottom pile. Isara, yeah, it is, yeah. 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 But do you know what I love about this one that I find really impressive is the green note in it is really interesting because yeah. it's green, but it's not, like, it doesn't punch you in the face. It's like, yeah. it's almost there in the background, but it's, and it's stalky and it feels quite... Um, I don't know, like like quite almost like brutal in a way. Like it's, it's there's an like an aggressiveness to it almost. Um, I I I've in my notes I've said that in a lot of these floral and herbaceous ones, there's a clarity to the notes that you can really pick them out in terms of what you're smelling and the 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 progression of of them. And so some things come at you, and like you say, it quite punchy and aggressive but then they move away and something else comes mm. there's a real movement to all these perfumes that for me i think is very sophisticated and clever and the, and the, the way that erwan dries down after that huge opening is incredibly soft mm. and mature i really mm. yeah I, it was another one that i, th- I gave like a fuck ton of stars to basically I think it says something. This is in my bottom pile, and it's definitely in my bottom pile. I wouldn't move it now, even though we're talking about it. But this is what I think about it. I still love it. I think it's brilliant. Mm. I just, just not for me. Yeah. And that's my bottom pile with the seat. I mean, I, I, like, I, I'm probably a little bit biased about this brand. I fucking love them. They're probably one of my favourite houses of all time. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is the worst, you know, and I love it. Um, I just <laughs> probably wouldn't wear it. But this I, is, you know, this is the worst, and I still love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> High praise indeed. Good. All right. Uh, James, do you want to uh, pick one? Um, yeah, I'll just say about Erewhon. Uh, it's one of my favourites. Um, mm. For me, I think it's... Because, uh, again, co- coming back to, like, you know, the Ducita-like style is to add those kind of, like, tea and sort of hay notes to um, to mm. florals to kind of, like make them so they don't go too sweet um in actual fact saying oh this is like the the quintessential like hay perfume which to me it kind of is it does have a sweetness and it does have a almost slightly vanillic thing in the base but it's so far from sweet it's just there so it's not too herbal too green too um dowdy do you know what i mean it's it, it gives it that little bit in in contrast to like how the florals are kind of like the exotic sweet feminine side of things it almost gives it 
that little bit of a twist in the other direction using the base materials, the the uh, vanilla, like a, a slightly vanillic. When I say it's vanillic, it's really not. I mean, it's mainly a sort of mossy hay, you know, vibe. Um, I, yeah, I love it. I love it. I think it's really special. And it's got this, it's got this amazing quality, that same thing of nightclubbing where it smells almost like some beautiful perfume, but it's got a bit of like, Siggy smoke, like stuck to clothes mm. to it. Do you know what I mean? It's like a yeah. bit of like stale, like after night out sort of like vibes, which I love. So I love Erwan. Yeah. I think it's magic. I I I, I think Erwan is superb. I'm just looking at some reviews um, on Fragrantica. Uh, sweet burnt rubber and plastic. Awful. No. Uh, no, uh, wrong. yeah. Get exactly. the fuck out of here. I'm not even going to credit these wankers with giving them names. It's not Houdini, is it? <laughs> yeah. That comes yeah. always wrong. Sucks. Signed, James Houdini. Yeah, no, uh, no, it's not. Um, but it's someone who's completely wrong. I, I think it's uh, superb. Um, and it's there's a sort of... Um, th- there's a sort of... Uh, I, I don't know, maybe like... Um, as you say, the hay, but with uh, a sort of vetiver as well it, it, it's very i'm sorry to use the same word again because I, I kind of feel like i'm running out of uh uh appropriate uh, terminology but it does come off as very masculine i think to me like a traditional masculine sort of cologne um it's mm. green astringent herbal um it's fucking it's an absolute delight uh, genuinely, it's, I think it's, it's very super. comforting as well. Like mm. I know you hate that, but it, I feel like it's like I would love my dad to wear this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that would be just fucking ideal. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Good. All right, James. Do you want to pick another one for us to yap about? Uh, yeah, I've just sprayed it. I've not worn it or really given it much thought before this, but it was the next one on the pile. So, uh, Montre. Montreal. Mm. Ooh, positive I have things vibes. to say about this. Go for it, Ben. <laughs> I so this is quite a modern release, and I think this is Oud Infinity with all the interesting bits taken out. Um, yeah. Wow! It's got the orange blossoms still. Yeah. It's got the woodiness. It's got the rose, but it's got none of the interesting grimness in there. And I feel like I wonder. She misstepped with this one and Oud Infinity was getting discontinued and she thought, I will need something to replace it. People sometimes say Oud Infinity is too shitty, so I'll make Oud Infinity without the shittiness when she misstepped and actually it was the shittiness that made it good. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's my own canon, but uh, like head canon, but I, I, I think it's good because Oud Infinity is fucking incredible. So this is good still, and it does go in my middle pile, but I think it's Oud Infinity with all the good stuff taken yeah. out. I, I've I've written, um, it's the same base as, as Oud Infinity, and it's a shame that it's just the base, because I mm. feel as if... That said, I do also think that it is a perfect Western Oud Rose. I think they've kind of, they've done it beautifully... But I think if you've, and I've even written, it's pretty faultless if you haven't smelled Oud Infinity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so ne- anemic. Like, if you if you smell Oud Infinity, it's just, it's so anemic. It's just such a disappointment. Um, yeah. 
I might like it more if I didn't just if Food Infinity wasn't my number one favourite perfume of all time maybe I'd like this more um, but it's hard to separate the two for me mm. see I I know I will be a disappointment here to you Ben but I really <laughs> I did not like Food Infinity it, to me it, oh, it's yeah, completely yeah. unwearable whereas this uh is wearable. I think it's very nice. So, so you're the market for this. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> twats who don't appreciate like... your favourite perfume. Yeah. No, that's all right. I mean, you know, we all have different tastes, don't we? But mm. like, but that's 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 a good example why perhaps she should have made it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a it's a perfect step in your direction. It's mm. away from my direction, but it's in your direction. Yeah. Um, and that's that's fine. That's you know. Is is this the first time you're smelling it, James? Uh, pretty much. I think I did have a little spray of it. Um, I'm much preferring it now, uh, I, I think. I don't think I was too keen on it when I first sprayed it. Um, I think it's a very, very good oud rose, loads of saffron. Um, I get exactly where you're coming from uh, with the comparison to um, the, the oud one. <clears throat> but again... Without the oud there, you might as well be like, it might as well be quite redundant the comparison because like you say, if if it's not giving you any of that kind of oomph of the oud, which is really what makes oud infinity, I mean, arguably, um, well, not arguably, it plainly does, doesn't it? it but does, like, yeah. I think... I don't know, for me, it's the orange blossom and the orange blossom is still present in Montre, which I actually, you know, so I, yeah. I, I like that. Um but I like I say I I just kind of like I obviously probably would would wear this more, um, but that's not really saying anything. Mm. Um, I like that that saffron sort of twang to it, and I like the fact that it doesn't just descend into the usual kind of oud rose sort of tropes because she's got another perfume that does that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but it's really good. And I can't actually, just from smelling it now, um, I th- I quite like it. Um, I'll be honest. So, I I I find this one, and, and I, I think I find all of them quite evocative of some sort of memory. Um, I'm you know I can't sort of exactly put my finger on what that memory is, but they all smell like something that i've sort of smelled before um that doesn't mean they smell like another perfume it just means that they you know they they're there's quite... a familiarity to them yeah i've written on some of my notes that i think that this it smells familiar in an in a in a good way yeah. And, yeah and like you not necessarily smelling like another perfume per se but there is this there's a they there's a number of them that really hit my limbic system in terms of Oh, I I know this. <laughs> What's a limbic I, system? It's the it's it's, <laughs> it's it's the it's the animalistic most lizard part of your the most kind of un most you base part me a of lizard. your brain. <laughs> oh, no. So you, you know your brain, Dan, your primitive lizard. brain. It's kind of lizardy. So you're, you're most my brain, primitive. my brain is not primitive, mate. And it's we've the took the beans out of your shakers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Take the beans out of my maraca. You've bezed me. It's the bit that uh, gives you all of those flight and fight and love emotions because yeah. it's, something is kicking it's sort in. Of primal, primal, primal system. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I wasn't really asking for me. <laughs> I was asking for our listeners. 
<laughs> it's so my job mean. to represent the listeners. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree entirely. There is something just like at the back of your head um, that I, I can't put my finger on what memory exactly it's triggering, but that, that sort of sense of familiarity, mm-hmm. I think, is, is great. Um, and uh, but this one in particular sets me off, and I, I can't. I, I guess I'd need to spend quite a lot of time with it to try mm. and pin down exactly what what memory it was triggering. But I, this has a very nostalgic sort of feel to it as a perfume, which I really enjoy. Yeah, I was going to say, do you actually like it? Because if you don't like Oud Infinite, it'd be interesting. Like, do you really do you like this? Yeah, I do. You know, I really do. And and Oud Infinite, I mm. did not like. Um, and it was, you know, uh, as I said, it's, for me it was sort of unwearable. Yeah, no, I, this I really I, I, I made the comparison earlier um, when I was talking about um, with Jess and I, I, I said, like, this would be the sort of thing I might wear, like, if I was going to a theatre, because I couldn't wear Oud Infinity because Oud Infinity, let's be real, in social, you know, if, if you've got good social grace, you wouldn't wear it to an enclosed space where you're sitting They'd be next. making announcements that the toilets were broken. <laughs> you couldn't wear it to the <laughs> theater, yeah. do you know what I mean? I mean, you could, but it would be, in yeah. my opinion, a, a touch rude, um, you know, to, 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 to impress that upon someone for two hours, you know, if they... Darling, it smells like someone's shit. <laughs> exactly. Whereas Montreal, you uh, could wear. Do you know what I mean? It's... Um, it would so for me it's it's you know it's got i went in my middle pile as like i liked it well funnily enough okay. um i was t- i told Fliss about this actually but i went to the theater this week i never go to stuff but i was dragged to the theater and it was to see um uh who was philippa it to perry. see what's her name philippa perry philippa perry thank you um and she made you talk to like the person next year, like who just like a stranger in the in the crowd, like, like you had to like turn around and talk. Yeah, you had to talk <laughs> to someone for like for like fifteen minutes yeah, or something. Straight, straight well, no. for a start, what? like Ben, you'd be like, no, fuck that. Um, and funnily enough, I did say that, and the woman heard me saying it. I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. And she was kind of after she just done a poll on the screen where you had to pick like multiple choice, like what would you do, and would you be would you have anxiety about your own fucking hang ups, or would you be? And I put. No, I like I would see, and then she went right. Everyone, talk to the person next to you. Got you've got to talk for five minutes, and then they've got to talk. And I was like, oh fuck, I'm not doing. I said to Jenny, no, I'm not fucking doing that. And the woman next to me was like, oh hi, I'm Linda or whatever. And I was like, I've got to do it. (laughs) Yeah, on on your bike, Linda. But no, I'm just thinking like if I was wearing Oud Infinity, um, that may be a talking point, or she might have just gone, no, I don't want to (laughs) speak to this guy because he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know how to wipe his ass properly. Um, you know, but, but yeah, so I don't think the theatre, my point is, I don't think the theatre is really a place for, for Oud Infini, is it? No. Where is a place for Oud Infini? Ben? Outdoors. Well, <laughs> Anything uh, well, outdoors where you're not in enclosed spaces with people. A, a good, safe I distance. I wear it to bed sometimes. No, I love it. I, I, met, I like I just a spray on. on my wrist, just for myself. What? Oud Infini to bed. Well, not, I'm you... not expecting sexy times or anything, um, but just like as a comforting, I find it incredibly comforting to wear. But, but the Husbeast, he... Husbeast to be like, mm, oh, he doesn't. You stink he's, of poo. He's, 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 <laughs> no, but he, don't forget though that he has got basically no sense of smell, and I have to, I have to absolutely shake him to try and get any sort of reaction 
he never he would never say you smell nice or you don't unless I went what do you think this smells like I mean maybe one one or two occasions so me wearing you didn't for me is just like he doesn't he doesn't notice unless I right. make a- I, I I get a lot of you fucking stink and why are you wearing perfume to bed? You fucking you fucking reek. Uh, yeah. So uh, excellent. Right. So uh, I think mixed views on Montre. Um, I think it's beautifully made, but I don't. Yeah. Not. Are there any that aren't beautifully made? I mean, that seems to be the story of these perfumes. Yeah, there is some, I'm sure. I don't okay. know which ones, on. but I think I've sprayed... Like, you you pick some, and then we'll come to it, because it's going to be here, isn't it? All right, so um, I've tried this one before, um, uh, but I'm having to open it up and spray it to remember what it's like, but Moonlight in Chiang Mai. I own that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, do you? Your love it pile, bloody then. is. Oh, Ben's wow. love pile. This is on my. This is one of my really? least favorite ones. Well, it's it's got a yeah. tang to it that I can understand would put like sort of make people. It's not the tang. Oh, okay. I like the tang. It for me. It I've written it dry. The yuzu and moss at the top I love, but then it dries down to a very sophisticated. Uh, Baccarat Rouge 5 Baccarat Rouge it's exactly. got an element yeah. Yeah. that's I don't the know. thing I just I, I, I couldn't y- yeah I don't know how you can smell this and not smell Baccarat Rouge yeah but it's light you and know. I hate Baccarat Rouge it's almost like so So. So. If, so Baccarat Rouge is like the photocopy of this and this is like the actual like fruit <clears throat> basket that you've put on top of the photocopier and Baccarat Rouge is that black and white like uh Xerox it's infinitely better version. than Baccarat Rouge, um, I'd say. Because of all of the stuff going on at the top, I'd say it's infinitely better than Baccarat Rouge. But it, I, I style, see that it's there. The dry down, I can't do I can't do Baccarat Rouge. So for me, even though it's better than Baccarat Rouge by quite some mile, I can't I can't smell it. I had to scrub it off. Do you think it was a because deliberate, I don't like the style. obvious nod to Baccarat Rouge? Do you think that Baccarat Rouge-ness is something which companies go... Oh yeah, we need to emulate that somehow because it's popular. But making a better, you know, nicer interpretation of it, um, or do you just think that you pick up on things now more because Baccarat Rouge exists? So you pick up more on something that has loads of ethyl maltol, for example, or you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't really know the answer to the question, but um, I, I think it's quite a cynical, sort of deliberate thing that they do and i did pick up on it in this perfume and the the point is it is infinitely better in my opinion but this will not have come out before baccarat rouge did it no it's no in 2020 exactly because that's where that little bit of trickery has been uh, adopted or you know um appropriated or whatever you want to call it um in order to make uh, the perfume not only sort of, you know, oh, it's interesting, but it also has nods to things that we know will sell mm. and people like. And that's where you can go, hmm, yeah, okay. I liked it. I wore it the other week. I haven't got it in front of me, unfortunately, because I think I used it all. Um, but, yeah, I definitely did mm. get that element of it. Uh, I thought it was very good. I thought it was a very good uh, kind of, uh, yeah, nice middling sort of floral perfume um with a very nice you know way about it 
and I, I quite enjoyed it. Well, it's infinitely preferable to Baccarat Rouge, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that is, is it ethyl maltol kind of yeah. sweetness. Um, it, it's kind of amped way up, and, and it's sort of... The problem is that it sort of drowns everything else out um, after a while, and, and all you get is that kind of... It's not quite grating, you know. That's not quite how I'd describe Baccarat Rouge, even. But it, it you know, it, it's a little. It's almost unrelenting, sort of unyielding, sort of sweetness uh, to it. For me, I think that's where it's different. Um, um, in that, not different because, it, like, 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 I actually because I, I like Baccarat Rouge. You know, I don't, I don't dislike it, um, but it's I find it sharp um, and relentless. Whereas mm. I feel like this has a much mm. softer, cloudier. So almost ashy again uh, element that that make that takes away that sharpness that grates at you and and that and, and that for me makes it lovely because because they i don't i don't dislike back rouge but i can't wear it because it's it just fucks me off with how great it is and this use takes all the nice parts of back rouge and then makes it acceptable like makes it wearable it, 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 um, well, yeah Imagine this scenario, right? We've been talking about whether or she is or not the perfumer, right? If she has final decision and they come to her and they go, here you go, and they give her some kind of like Baccarat Rouge 540 fucking clone and she goes, no, 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 no. We need to do this. Or they bring her like something that's kind of similar with like the floral elements and she goes, no, this needs fucking tamping down like more. Then all this good stuff that we're referring to about this brand is all down to her anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. and I know we all the sort of accept direction. that. Yeah, the creative direction has gone, no, we don't want it to be bubblegummy. It's too sweet. It's whatever. So, you know, I'd even give her a lot of credit for for that, you know. Tell you what, though, well, I uh, bought this for 50 on, quid, sorry, which I feel like I basically robbed them wow. for that money. <laughs> I, yeah, that's a bargain. It is. Um, I, I was thinking about Baccarat Rouge, though, and, and trying to work with it, you know, and sort of going, well, I want something a bit like this. And, and, and the challenge you've got is that Baccarat Rouge is essentially a fucking sledgehammer, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So being able to work with it to create something that isn't just, well, it's a sledgehammer, so I'm going to have to fucking stick another sledgehammer on top of it kind of thing, um, I think is is actually quite interesting. Like all, the, all the other clones that are different, but clones mm. or inspirations, they all tend to be Baccarat Rouge paired with some like obnoxiously strong, fruity sort of note. Yeah. And that's not what this is. There is a there is a, a delicateness to to uh, what's what's paired up with the ethyl maltol, so that you get something that's sort of um, what's the expression? Uh, is it iron fist in a velvet glove mm, yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. It's a, you know, yeah. There's a load of fucking heft to it, but it is wrapped in this beautiful luxurious velvet, and and I think it really works. Uh, and I would wear it despite actually not enjoying Baccarat Rouge at all. Um, I think it's a, it's a really really good perfume. And 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 let's be honest. I mean, it, all of these sort of like higher end indie brands do have a kind of Baccarat in their lineup these days. I mean, Merchant of Venice has got, you know, potiony red potion or whatever it is. You know, all of them have got their equivalent mm. that that they've yep. put out since it started. And of all of the ones I've tried. This is probably the one that I would wear more than I would wear any of the others, to be honest. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. 
Good, good. All right. Uh, where do we go next? Fliss, back to you. Pick one. Ooh. Um, I think I'm going to pick another big flowery one, I think. Well, there's um, a shocker. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, or I could just pick one that I really didn't like. Go on. I am more interesting. Um, I th- One of the ones I've, I found... I really couldn't get on with was Silage Blanc. And Silage again, Blanc. And again, it's got le, that funny... Le Silage Blanc. Le Silage yeah, Blanc. Blanc. Um, it's got that funny thing in the base, that woody amber in the base that I think smells brown. Uh, and I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what was that, uh, Ben? <laughs> it's comes you from love my it. love pile. And it's because... Ah. It has a fucking... This is very strange. There's something in this that's like peppery and almost savoury and it smells a little bit like yeah. like stir-frying peppers or something. Mm. Green peppers. Like green peppers yeah, are I, in there. Like it's, yeah. it's very peculiar. That's like, there's a slightly petrolly smell like that the mm. green peppers yeah. have. Yeah, and nice. I love that. And if not, I'm not sure I... I don't love it because I want to wear it. I just think... I love that. I just love that it's there. It's yeah, really interesting. It's, uh, it's brilliant. It, it it does come off more as a green perfume than a blanc. Mm. Uh, yeah. Blanc, presumably, you meant to think white florals and loveliness. And there is something very foody and and kind of a little bit, a little bit sort of. Uh, What's the word used the other week? Industrial, maybe. There is something mm. slightly industrial about that. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of that, to be honest. Uh, but it's in your love pile. Yeah. James, go on. Look at his Sorry. face. He's so happy <laughs> sniffing it. I, I'm not surprised you don't like it, but you have been kind of liking a bit of galbanum type stuff at the moment. I mean, to me. It's a huge galbanum in the opening, but it doesn't... What's clever about it is that, again, it's been, like, made into this sort of powdery thing. It doesn't It doesn't cut quite as, like, um, sort of, like, razor sharp as, like, your usual galbanum. It's definitely got, like, a shock of it uh, going, going through it. But then as it sort of settles down... Um, I'll be honest, I, I I sprayed it in here and I could smell the base like before and it goes down to this really um, dehydrated, woody, blah, sort of ISOE super bullshit kind of accord to me. Um, but the start of it is amazing. <laughs> like I love, mm-hmm. I love the galbanum. I love the like just light sort of powdery. I don't know, is it like white floral or something? A little bit of something in there. Uh, and sort of muskiness, I can't really, I can't really fault it. But then I know that it kind of dies a death because I could smell from where it had been pre- previously sprayed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty good, you know. Uh, and I think if you like galbanum, um, then you know it, it's a good perfume. Mm. Mm. Where did this come from? Was this on? This is on a one you didn't like list, Fliss. Yeah. Is that <clears throat> yeah. That was, yeah. It was, okay. I think so, it's my so, least favourite of the whole line. Okay, so why don't you give us one you do like? Uh, I love Cavatina. Um, Cavatina. Which is a big, 
green, white floral affair. Look at I think Ben's little face. Oh, it's just so funny it's because like, this is so from, happy. You this is from Valentina. my d- dislike we, pile. So it's like we're the complete opposite. No! <laughs> yeah. What? Really? I thought you were going to love this one, Ben. Um, I think it's so green and realistic at the opening. It feels like the smell of a florist's shop when they're literally snapping the, the stems or cutting the stems of of flowers. And when I say flowers, I don't mean like in a garden of flowers. It's definitely the florist end of flowers, if you know what I mean. It feels expensive in the snapped stem of the whole thing. Um, and it's very spring-like and there's a lot of, I can smell a lot of narcissus in there, even though I can't see it in the notes. Um, and it, then there's a very fresh tuberose in there, but not at all bubblegummy. And I just think that it smells, I'm going to say it again, I think it smells a slightly old-fashioned French style. And I could imagine this being kind of like a slightly earlier Guerlain or a, uh, a, an early Goutal. And I I just think I just think it's absolutely on point. And I would, yeah, I, I, would, I would happily wear this all day. Um, very spring-like, early summerish. I just think it's gorgeous. Okay. Um, why are you whispering? I don't know. Doing that why? Weird thing that people get that, <laughs> <laughs> that horrible shit where you can hear the spit in the mouth. I fucking hate that. Anyone who does that, you're a pervert. If you like it, you're even worse. Um <laughs> Shaken back. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Oh. Yep. No. I. I. I could. So, I'm sorry, Ben. I do concur with Fliss. I think it's a very elegant white floral. It's really nice, but <laughs> it kind of does have a little bit of shaken back to it as well. But I think it's good. I do think it's a really good, elegant white floral. But it's also shaken back as well. <laughs> oh damnation! Uh, yeah, Dan. I just think uh, it's not your thing, is it? It's funny. I I would never have got to shake and vac in a million years, but but you are now, no, aren't you? Said you? It. Say it. <laughs> but now you say it, I can sort of go, yeah, I know what you mean. You do the shake and vac, put the freshness back. back. Dude, that's old as shit. Guess how fucking old we are. Um, <laughs> So um, it's it's nice. It's uh, a big floral sort of bleh, uh, just. It's just not, not your thing. Not me. It's just not me. Not at all. Uh, you know. Um, it's a good job I'm here, isn't it? For the girls, yeah, for the ladies well, listening. Well, uh, I mean, uh, everybody who fucking has anything to say about the podcast says I'm so glad they added Fliss Fliss is the best <laughs> why did you do that yeah. little like Austin Powers girl dance <laughs> he did like a little yeah. like did like a dance. little 60s dance then it was cool <laughs> yeah, or like it's like the bit at Wayne's World when they go like, like oh we're gonna do like the fucking happy ending now or whatever <laughs> I don't know okay. <laughs> I don't remember that. Or like Scooby-Doo ending. No, anyway. Nice. (laughs) Good. Uh, Well, um, this is why people tune in. Uh, And indeed, out. Um, Okay. Uh, What else have we got? What else have we got? Someone pick one. How about about Adam Carrow? Yeah, okay. Adam Carrow is like probably my... uh, After Rude Infinity is my absolute favourite. 
And it's, oh, really? It's, it, it, but it's possibly surprising the way it's like, because it's quite sweet, peachy. I mean, the peach is why I like it. Uh, but it's it's not a quiet perfume, you know. It's pretty on the nose, um, but it's beautiful. It's that it's just it's, it's, it's that hay and peach, and it's just gorgeous. And it's mm-hmm. like so, some of the um, like often those hay fragrances, like we were talking earlier, like uh, I feel like they're just don't grab me, and they feel a little bit mature or something. And then with this, I guess the peach kind of takes that way and gives it a bit of fun and excitement. And it's just it's just a really fun perfume. It's it just makes me happy. It's just really excited. It's like the opposite of the sad perfume that makes me want to cry. This just makes me feel happy. It's really. What was the sad perfume? I can't remember. Again? <laughs> it was... Anything, anything yeah. with aldehydes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. it was aldehydes, yeah. <laughs> um, it's lovely. It is very yummy. Of... Do you not think it's like. I don't, yeah, it sounds fucking. I, it, this is the least interesting one that I've tried. I mean, I don't. Mm. I mean, it's perfectly pleasant, but I don't know. A lot of the other ones, I either ha- I have a strong reaction to, you know, either positive or less positive. This one doesn't give me much of anything, you know, mm. reaction-wise. Maybe I'm being unduly harsh. James, what do you reckon? Um, I hated it uh, originally. Uh, smelling it now, because I literally just sprayed it in the car like the other day and was like, no, I'm not going to wear that. Um, I actually do quite like it. Um, <laughs> it's it's quite it's quite thick. It's it's a bit it's a bit of a departure from the, maybe some of the the other ones, um, but I'd say yeah, it's just a really full on floral with this kind of like almost like really concentrated like almost like orangey yeah like peachy I, I i don't even it's i much prefer it now like smelling it now i was ready to absolutely lay into it and slag it off and be like no i hate this but i think i actually do like really like it and saying i get where dan's coming from with what he's saying as in i i said it's probably like a bit of an outlier in in the line to be honest even though yeah they do cover loads of bases and there's lots of variety and stuff generally speaking you get in those same oh it's really classy oh it's like a nice like floral element and then it's got this like hay or like you know there's all these similar things which i think again even if you know what we're talking about the the perfumers who's who's made these definitely has a style and that like that way of having your own sort of style in in a in essentially a discipline that is like lots of um the same tropes over and over again just being retweaked and you know everyone using the same materials and all that kind of stuff i think for for this brand to be able to stand out uh is is really cool but i can i can kind of get that this is different um but i think I think it's, I, I really like, I actually just really like it now. I'm like converted to it, just smelling it now. And I'd be quite interested to wear it, to be honest. But I think it's kind of heavier. Do you think it's like a lot heavier than uh, some of the some of the other ones? Yeah, I think um, 
I when dance is quite like the the, the interesting, I can understand because I think to a certain degree it's fairly one dimensional. Um, comp- I think it's actually like this and Splendirus for me are the, the most one dimensional of her perfumes. Um, but but this, it's the subtlety of the T note in it that I fucking love because it, it's a T note and it's there, but it's not like overt. You have to search around for it a little bit and then you you, you catch it and you go. Oh, there's that kind of bitterness. Yeah, like that's the Tino. And it's, I, I love that. I love searching for things, you know, like like where notes are, are mm. kind of subtly buried and you, and you have to kind of dig around for them a little bit. And and that, that that kind of little like tickle of your brain when you kind of catch it and go, yeah, there it is. Like it's, yeah, I love that. I love that about it. Um, but yeah, I can understand. It's the pecan note no, in the uh, in the green beans. <laughs> well, there you go. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, so what have we not done? We did. We talked about Splendiris uh, a few weeks ago, I think. Mm. Yeah, uh, we did. We did. I think wasn't a mega yeah. fan. I'm not a mega fan. It's all right. It's a competent um, sort of iris perfume, but um, I think it's very classy, actually. And mm. I think you know, if if someone who's dead into florals and dead into iris went, oh, it's one of the greatest irises ever, I'd be like. Okay, you know you're entitled to that. Uh, I think it's I think it's good, um, but it's not. It's, it wouldn't be on my uh, list of you know, greatest iris perfumes ever. But I, th- I think it's a very femme leaning iris, and I think some of the mm. other irises that we often talk about are potentially more uh, unisex or masculine leaning. Things like Iris Silver Mist or um, was the Herrera one that everyone loves as well. I think that, Iris that, Empire. Yeah, and there's a no. couple of no. Which is the one I'm thinking of that you like? Nazarene. Herrera. Nazarene. My mistake. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's not Herrera though. No, no, I made a mistake. Okay. Um. um right. Sorry, you made a <laughs> mistake. You made a fucking mistake, right. mate. <laughs> dear <Ouch>. listener, dear <laughs> listener, I would like to apologise on behalf of Fliss for making a mistake. It won't happen again. Certainly not on my watch. Right, Iris Nazarene is very nice, but there is a, the Herrera one. Iris Empire is also really, really good, but it's yeah. it's more Empire than Iris, I'd say. Whatever yeah. Empire the, is, but those irises that we often talk about, I think, are more masculine leaning. Um, whereas mm. I think that the Splend Iris I really like because I I. I think it's a very, very clean, pure spring-like iris, um, and we talked about it last week, didn't we? You know, it, f- it feels like rain is. Just yeah, I want some more balls from it. Um, it, but it doesn't have that rootiness that I think that, I, that you like the rooty. And I'm balls. I'm a big iris silver mist fan. I think I, that's my favourite iris ever. Um, but I think the, a lot of these florals are very, very classy and a very feminine way and there's a certain there's a kind of clean crisp white shirtness mm, about yeah. all of the florals you know there's a do you know what I mean when I say that as a as a metaphor there's a there's a there's a silky blouseness about them um that makes them feminine or a, 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 that classy feel of feminine that uh, and I can see why the splendiris perhaps isn't uh something that you guys would want to wear but I think I would certainly want to wear it can, yeah. can we talk about Isara now, please? Isara, Isara, Isara. Well, uh, yes, we can. Uh, 
I, th I, I think I gave... Did I not talk about that when I talked about Erewhon? Erewhon and Asara are my favourites. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I really, really love Asara. What is it about you that you love? Um, I think it's... Sorry, what, what is... Dan, sorry. Yeah. Well, um... So, I, I don't even know what the notes are, but it's got a sort of carroty sort of uh, to it. Um... I don't know why it makes me think of carrots. It doesn't smell like carrots, but it's sort of, I don't know. It has that slightly vegetal uh, sort of feel to it. Mm. Um, and it, it, it does have a sort of, um, ugh, I hate this expression, but it has a sort of orangey hue. If, if this can say brown, I can say orange. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it's got a sort of orangey hue, so that's why I think carrots. But what? I, it, it, it's... Go on. I, I think because you're such a, a lover of the fougere and we often talk about the warmth mm. and all that kind of stuff. And mm. I think uh, her use, Deceita's use, whatever, uh, is like, it's brilliant. It's like, it's almost like those like Erwan, uh, Erwan and this are kind of like the basis for all of that kind of, um, it's almost like, a, uh, what would you call it? Like, um, uh, a philosophy <laughs> like of like perfume mm. like not to make it too sweet or don't go too over the top and always have that mm. like mossiness and that grounding and that kind of like but you can have tonka you can have coumarin you can like make it like warm and stuff but don't make it too much and you know just like be really sort of classy with it and i think this is like the sort of epitome of that to me it's kind of musky. It's like herbal. It's got loads of like that coumarin, like I say, loads of that warmth and like a light, like tobacco. I'm just looking through the notes. It almost smells a little bit like, like when hay and like grass is kind of like mulching a little bit. <laughs> like it's got like a mulchy kind of quality. Well, the, the notes are sage, pine needles, tobacco, coumarin, uh, bourbon vetiver, oak moss, woody notes, amber and musk. And I would just say, yeah, I go along with that. I even get that kind of sage, like sort of thing from no it. No carrot, then. No carrot, but you know, I get the vegetal um, thing of it, and I understand what what you mean when when you say that. Like, say when it doesn't have to, you know, necessarily be like written down in the notes, obviously, to to understand where you, mm. where you're coming from with it. But um, I just think. This is like, and I know when it dries down as well, because I remember trying it like a few years ago and wearing it and being like, yeah, this is a really good perfume. And part of it was kind of like, and I think I heard in an interview, she said it was her first one, like her first kind of concept mm. and first whole thing. And you can see that everything else is kind of born out of it because there's no florals in this. It's not a floral perfume. And yet a whole, what you would call a floral brand comes from that. But as I've always said, that's not the important thing about Ducita. The important thing is about the other stuff that either embellishes or you know just surrounds the florals to make them sing and, and brilliant and this doesn't even need the florals to do that it just does it uh you know through its own brilliant I, the, the, there's not much like this it's is unique i would say wouldn't you i don't know am i just going crazy on this like perfume no 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 i i no i, I i'm just <clears throat> enjoying you waxing the ritual yeah. about it i like um, it a I lot i think it is superb i like it a lot yeah yeah uh ben what was your take on it you don't love it do you uh no it goes in my like okay pile um like it's okay. it's great um and i probably would wear it I, I i i think it's really nice um 
but it doesn't really tickle me in any way. Um, I smell mm. it and I think, yeah, it's great. Um, but it just doesn't do anything for me. But I love it in a way. Um, like if I, you know, smell other people wearing it or whatever, I'd be like, that's a class perfume, nice one. Um, mm. I'm not going to yeah, judge you too classy. heavily. <laughs> I, th- I, I, I mean, I think, I, yeah, in, in many ways, that's the, the sort of the story of the brand. They're all very classy perfumes. Mm. I think, you know, they really... Um, there's there's very little here that you would smell on someone and go, oh, cheap bastards. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you just sort of go, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you might not love the the scent, but you'd go, yeah, that that smells expensive. That smells classy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Flitz, what, what did you make of this one? Not a love for you, is my guess. It, it's not a love for me, and I think I echo Ben pretty much in, in terms of I think it's very very classy and i would i can imagine loving it smelling it on someone else um mm. but i just it it didn't move me and i wouldn't i wouldn't choose to wear this in comparison no. to some of the others yeah no fair enough fair enough all right so what have we got left there's fucking hundreds of them they're multiplying <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, we've it's got like left do someone... i am rhapsody noir and fleur de lilita Okay, well, uh, and Rosarine and Le Pavilion Door. Uh, oh gosh! And uh, yeah, I've, so I, I think we've got Dusa de Siam, Fleur de Lita, Le Pavilion Door, Rhapsody Noir, and Rosarine. So I count five left. So if you we don't are have to fucking, do them all, do we? I only count three left. No, four left. Oh. Four. Right. Well, well no, we you, no, it's five. Oh no! They, I, I'm I'm missing two though. <laughs> you must be missing something. All right, let's talk about Ledusa de Siam because uh, I think we, didn't we talk about this one previously? I think I said something like this. This sounds. This smells like the sort of thing that they would pipe into a yeah. very classy uh, Thai restaurant, uh, perhaps, uh, or, or or maybe a very expensive department store in Thailand. <laughs> Not that I've been. <laughs> so, no, well, weirdly, I think I have, actually, when I was very small. But, um, but no, I, I, I wouldn't... It, it, that's me projecting a sort of... Uh, a, a... Sorry, my brain's no longer working. But that, that's me sort of imagining what, what such a thing may be like rather than having actually been... It's very elegant, isn't it? The picture is very elegant. nice on the front as well, isn't it? Which uh, I think we were told that doesn't doesn't she do these? Mine's got a beard and glasses an and an afro. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you done? <laughs> no, there you go. There, there is the picture yeah. for the Instagram. <laughs> that that and James dressed as Hagrid. Um, yeah, for the, for the, for our dear oh. listeners who uh, can't oh. see, uh, James has taken a biro to his uh, Ladusa de Siam, uh, which has got a sort cool. of geisha-styled uh, uh, girl on the front, and he's <laughs> he's drawn glasses and a massive bouffant haircut and a beard, uh, which uh, it's lo- which it's is lovely. Cool. This though, isn't it? Hey, oh, it's right good. Oh. It's Very really classy. good. I, really I wouldn't classy. wear it as a perfume, but this is one of those perfumes that... Because um, I think a lot of them, a lot of the big florally things that I would never wear, 
I also wouldn't care if I never smelt them. But this is the sort of perfume that I wouldn't wear myself. But God, I would love to smell it on someone else. Mm-hmm. Really, really classy. Um, ben, what do you reckon? La Dusa de Siam. I, I like it. It goes in my own playlist because there's like a clove note in there, I think, that I, it, it just doesn't... Like it, it's a, or like a sourness, uh, that, that, that sort of sour clove that I don't can't quite get with. But I, I still go to my middle, which is basically 9 out of 10. Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I like Ben's it a lot. Middle, um, Ben's middle pile, I mean, I, I think we should clarify this. <laughs> you know, you have yeah. three piles, but they, they range from, like, I bloody love this through to I really, really, really like this yeah. through to, yeah, I, I, I like this a lot. This actually, is my life, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I note on the uh, little bit of illustrations, um, I, I bought... Um, perfume uh i bought when i bought with infinity i think this came with it um and it was like a painting by prasana uma vajani um it's not real it's like a print but it's um like a watercolor of i guess paris the scent certainly a talented uh a talented woman the the illustrations are beautiful on some of these the the anam kara one of those two little um budgies budgies Uh, that's beautiful like just lovely and like all of them like they're really good she comes from a very artistic family because her father was a poet so that's the whole thing isn't it like the whole thing is her father's poetry um yeah is inspired by her father's poetry i think um and her and montree is the name of her father so this one i i guess is possibly a little bit more personal to her but um yeah yeah, so anyway, that douche Siam one is fucking seriously nice. Um, it's so, seriously there, there's good. a real gentility to it. There's just... It feels very wafting. It feels like it's wafting yeah. off some, like, lovely lady walking past you or something. I think there's, I think there's a lot of wafting going on with the whole line. <laughs> <laughs> I do, there's a lot of, I can imagine, if I, if I imagine myself wearing any of these, I'm kind of, there's some sort, sort of silky, like I said, like a sort of silky blouse situation. I The kids are like, they, they're at boarding school. And yeah, I they am are wafting around the East Wing I, and I'm occasionally wafting. ordering lunch. That's mm. generally how I feel. <laughs> do you know what I yep. mean? <laughs> you, bring me my lunch. Oh, no, um, I would, I'd be like, Darling, do uh, yes. Darling, bring yeah. me my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think? I'm not of... fucking joking. Get me lunch. <laughs> what do we think of Fleur de Lolita? Fleur de Lolita. Oh, I really like, and this is another one. I I just think she handles florals really, really well. Um, uh, what did I write? I, really bright cream. Again, this bright greenness that she gets at the top of her florals, I think, is really impressive because it feels very naturalistic. And then there's a lovely... I get Mouget, and, and though it is meant to be mainly yeah. Lily in the notes, I think, I get a lot of Mouget yeah, from it. Yeah, it's basically um, a Lily of the Valley to me. Um, yeah. Um, what is Mouget? Lily of the Valley. No, it's... Right, it's the same thing, is it? Yeah. Um and there's, I think there's a slight vintage feel, um, but and, and obviously you can't sort of talk about Mouget perfumes without thinking about Dior Rissimo, but there's a modernity to this 
that, that the dearest mode doesn't have, I think. And it's, I just think it's beautifully blended. It's very glassy. I'd waft in this. I'd waft and order lunch in this one as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. I don't think I'll be wafting anywhere in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Dan on uh, this one. I, yeah, yeah, I, could, no. I could waft off to fuck. Uh, <laughs> That would be the only place I'd be wafting with this one. No, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan. It's very old womany kind of. Bleh, not good. Uh, well, oh. that's unfair. That's unfair. See, if I say not good, that's not really what I mean. It's no. it's not it's good not for something, you. Correct. It's not something I like. No. Yeah. Is my least favourite of all of them. Oh really? Wow. Oh wow. James, what do you reckon? What of Fleur de Lily? Lilita. Yeah, Yeah, I just kind of um, concur with Fliss in a sense that I think it's a good kind of mouge. I mean, I think it's supposed to be Lily or something, but um, Mm. it's that, like, I actually personally think just because the whole rest of the line is so strong and introduces these exotic elements of uh champaka and frangipani and like you know uh ilang and stuff like that this doesn't for me and it as such it feels a little bit flat um but it's still good (laughs) you know what i mean like her Mm -hmm. her like bad day is like everybody else's fucking like having a you know top one so um, mm. And also, there's a kind of ashy, like that that ashy, like slight stale smoke thing to this as well, which I was kind of praising in other ones, but I'm a little bit like nah in this. But no, it's okay. It's it's good. I mean, like I say, it's decent. Um, but I mean, can we talk about Le Pavilion Door? Because mm. uh, I've actually worn this we one. Can. Yeah. Oh yeah, go on then. You talk about it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. <laughs> it's it's a bit more in your face than some of the other ones, uh, to be honest. Um, and again, with that exotic floral thing, this is very much that in in spades. It's like mm. a, a lot of that. Um, and Sorry, it all, which one was this? Uh, pavilion. The pavilion door. I found this one was a real grower as well. I kind of, I wore it, I wore it for two days running actually. And the first day I was like, or the first kind of morning I was like, ah, it's all right. And then I, I wasn't going to wear it two days running because I wanted to test other things. So I ended up wearing it two days running. Mm. And I just think there's a, a real soft, gentle warmth about it. And it feels as a, almost like a golden feel. I mean, it's called Pavilion Door obviously, but there is a, there is that soft, fuzzy, golden light feel in it and it I just yeah I was like oh actually this is a this could be a really easy delightful classy reach Um, it's immediately evocative of something of my childhood I don't even remember the memory or what it is but there's something about it and I can't quite place it I can't quite I can't quite place what's going on in the perfume, to be honest. But um, it, like I say, it's got this kind of exotic sort of like feel. Uh, again, it's not even particularly floral. Um, I mean, it is, but no. I, so funny. I it doesn't it doesn't really come off particularly exotic to me. 
it, it smells quite like a sort of herb garden. Mm. Um, it's got like lots of it's herby, yeah, greenness going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> so uh, this is this is probably just a sign of my brain being tired. But my first thought was, if uh, uh, you know the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, the the yeah. So well, there is a little um, mintiness. I hadn't really got that, but you, the, there the, is. The, the, the the garden out the front of their house, I reckon. This is what it's called. <laughs> what out the front of the Lion Witch and the Wardrobe people's house? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did that look out like? F- I don't even. Uh, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, That's what it smelled yeah. like. I mean, you know, uh, great literary reference there. Yeah. I, for other random literary references tied to gardens that don't exist. Uh, please tune in next week. Um, yeah, it, it, I don't know why. It, it sort of made me think of because um, because uh, that that takes place in this very well. I, I don't think you ever see sprawling rambling uh, house. Yeah, it's just this great big thing, um, and 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 I just always had this vision of this kind of enormous sort of uh, house with a. I don't know. You say well, ramshackle or whatever it was like rambling. Um, garden, but, rambling garden. But I sort of, I feel like this was probably a well manicured sort of, mm-hmm. uh, probably taken care of by like the butler or something. Um, I don't know why I think that. It's just you know, brain just kind of just making more class. Weird connections. Basically, is what you can smell. Class. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and also poncy southerner class, like. <laughs> Lion, which the wardrobe that was not set in Manchester. Uh, <laughs> at least I'm, I'm reasonably confident of that, you know. Um, so yeah, somewhere in Surrey, right? <laughs> somewhere, in Sur- somewhere in Surrey, there's this rather grand garden that smells like the pavilion door, and inside the house, there's all this fantastical nonsense going on. Um, and that's uh. Yeah, I think that's a good indicator that I need to start this bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, right, good. How many more of these fuckers? This is exhausting. I've only got one more. I say that 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 pavilion door goes in my love pile, by the way. It's 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 in my love pile, too. I fucking love it. It's um, like wet leaves. Fucking love it. I I, I want to be in your love pile, Ben. Oh, you're always in my love pile. Did I? Did I? Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just looked at the notes, and there's uh, there's fig leaf in there. So it's orris root, mint, honeysuckle, uh, fig leaf, thyme. Honeysuckle. Yeah, thyme. Uh, garden. The garden. That's the Ramley Garden, yes. Uh, Olibanum, yeah. okay. uh, Boronia, uh, Heliotrope, oak. And Boronia? Australian sandalwood. It does have that creaminess in there, of that like woody What's creaminess. Boronia? Uh, Boronia is, well, I will click on it and it'll tell you, it has an airy, fresh, fruity, sweet floral note. Um, it's quite a rare thing. Like you don't really, it's a, it, classed in the group of white flowers. This is all according to fucking Fragrantica, but you know. Um, I have heard of it as a material before uh can't say i've ever actually tried it but uh i could get some oil and we could have a sniff baronia does sound like a sort of c.s lewis style 
note. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stick with my uh, line, the witch in the wardrobe uh, uh, analysis, which makes no sense. I like the Mancunian line and witch in the wardrobe. The lion's pregnant. <laughs> the fucking witch has got like a sulfur facelift. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Get back in yeah. the cupboard, you dickhead. Yeah, it's not a wardrobe. It's a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> the, lion, the lion, the witch and the cupboard. <laughs> Fucking brilliant, that. It's fucking brilliant, that. The Lion, the Witch, and the Cupboard. Right, good. Uh, I think we still have two left. Um, uh, at least I do. I've got Rosarine. Something yeah. tells me Ben has notes on Rosarine. It goes in my love pile. It's like top, of, <gasps> top of my love pile. Um, really? Yeah, it's a beautiful, heavy rose. It smells like um, Andy, Fla- Andy Tower... Rose Flash, but without the super ultra heavy booziness of that. Mm. Um, mm. And it puts it on the level of actually wanting to wear it. Because for me, te- Rose Flash is amazing, but a little bit sometimes you're just like, whoa, fuck me, I smell like a brewery. Whereas this, mm. beautiful, absolute gorgeous. I mean, it's a little. It is boozy in the start, it, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just on the level of being okay i think um but for me it, it's you know it's rose and that's about your lot but it's done fucking yeah. unbelievably uh, well um you know if you uh, want a rose perfume and you just you'd be hard pressed to find better i think i i i, I mean i would probably describe it as a solid floor right yeah it, it's, yeah it, it is essentially just a rose um to me there's not a great deal else going on um i mean it, it is very lovely, but um, I don't know. Rose is one of those peculiar notes. I sort of do love a rose, but then I find that I've got like maybe ten very rosy perfumes, and I will wear rose like once every six months. Yeah, <laughs> so I've got like I've probably got enough rose perfumes to last me ten lifetimes, um, and yet I smell something <laughs> like this, and I kind of. Mm, yeah, maybe I should get that one. <laughs> it is really good. It's really nice. Um, all right. Anything else to say about Rosarine? No, I, I wore it the other week. I don't know if you recall. I, I spoke about it on the last yeah. podcast. Uh, and I found oh. I was quite sort of brutalised by it, to be honest, because I think it's yeah. great. Brutalized. Well, I was, because it's, it's a relentless perfume and it lasts all day. And even if you consider it a solid floor, I can understand why, because it's extremely dominant in rose. But I got loads mm. of other stuff from it. And because it's such a strong, long-lasting perfume... Um, it evolved throughout the day and it was just, it, it, it was the one that made me start thinking about the brand and the perfumer and whatever and thinking, hmm, like, because it's a little bit, again, I'm talking about outliers, you know, I've only mentioned like maybe a couple that I think, oh yeah, but this one definitely, this was the one that I was like, not that it particularly smells like anything else, but it smells like, uh, something that means business to go, I am a woody rose and I'm going to fucking, you know, be absolutely dominant and in your face. And I think like 
the way it opens up with that like booziness at the start it's kind of twangy i was saying about that like twangy thing and it kind of was so relentless mm-hmm. it was making me feel a bit kind of bilious for a bit and then i was like oh actually it's starting to just evolve into this like rose perfume and then it's just lovely for hours and then it gave it gave me a lot of food for thought i would say um and f- if nothing else um it's great for that so um yeah as far as roses are concerned she's ticked like you know a big a big box there to say she's got a rose perfume that's very um uh, very competent and yeah really good and definitely worth a sniff for anyone all right which brings us to our last one i think if i've done this right is uh, La Rhapsody Noir. Mm-hmm. La Rhapsody Noir. Mm. Hmm. Uh, this was. This is in my least favourite pile. <clears throat> Just yeah. not for me at all. I find it. Uh, um, there's a burnt sugarness to it, and there's a slight sort of masculine feel to it. And I, for me, it's one of the. I can smell the synthetics almost and i just it it's not for me at all not for me at all hmm james uh i wasn't a huge fan to be honest i haven't got it in front of me unfortunately because i think i wore it a few weeks ago um and i used like most of it or whatever um yeah and i seem to recall that about it that it was um a bit heavy and a bit heavy-handed certainly for this brand as well um Mm. and yeah i did can't say i really was too enamored by it all right ben initially i thought love fucking brilliant coffee mimosa love it like um but it's slipped back into my middle pile because I think it gets a little bit, oh, I don't know. I, I feel it loses its way a little bit and it's, I just don't feel it's like anything. So, is it a little bit moved so, like Amen? Yeah, it is, it is. Um, it, it's it's a bit closer to um, one that I used to have uh, by Eisenberg. Um, uh, Jose? I don't know if you have tried Jose. I know, I know Eisenberg. But, um, yeah, yeah he, he, the, the Eisenberg was better than this, in my view. Eisenberg did it better, which uh, is not something you say every day. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. It, it feels like... Um, it feels like probably, apart from the... Uh, Jesus, there's so many of them. Um... Apart from the one that sound uh, that smelt like um, baccarat, which is moonlight in Chiang Mai, moon, moonlight. N- uh, yeah, moonlight in Chiang Mai. Apart from moonlight in Chiang Mai, I'd say this would be the most obviously sort of mainstream of of uh, the offerings. Um, most of the rest of them, I think, are a bit too yeah. classy to be considered mainstream. Mm. This this feels a little bit like a sort of yeah. Here's one for the. Here's one for the masses, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. All right. But um, uh, this is uh, like Tarquin in a popped collar, at the, like on the shore watching the boat race, like <laughs> Tarquin. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Tarquin, fucking Tarquin from down the bank. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a right cunt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what you're saying is this is cunt's perfume. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 All right. Talk room. Right. Okay. So um, top loves and hates. Uh, ben, give us uh, your top one or two again and your bottom one or two. Uh, okay. So. Ood Infinite is like in another plane altogether. Like, mm. uh, yeah, um, so enough. out of the ones we've got, uh, Le Silouche Blanc and Anam Cara are my two probably top. So much mm. so that I'm possibly going to go and buy them after we finish this. Oh, uh, wow. Both of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And if you buy them tonight, you get loads of extra shit for free. Because um, I just checked. And, yeah, oh, like really? Three um, travel sprays, I think. Um so yeah, I might go and buy both of those after we finish this. Um, mm-hmm. My at my two least favourites are probably Fleur de Lolita and Cavatina, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I would agree on Cavatina. Wrong. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. I was going to say Cavatina is super feminine, but like that, you know. That's okay. Uh, yeah, but that would explain why I dislike it and you like it, but it doesn't explain why Ben would dislike it, so, <laughs> um, which is odd. Um, but uh, my my favourites remain uh, Erewhon and um, uh, uh, Isara. Um, but like you know, maybe sort of curveballs for Ledusa, Siam, and, and Rosarine. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was feeling the need to be beautifully floral and elegant, um, either of those two would absolutely fucking hit the hit the spot. Um, and um, I think Lerapsidine Noir and Montre for just like boring uh, for me. I found them both dull, dull as dishwater. So. Um, <clears throat> Those are my uh, puts and takes. Uh, James, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking my favourites are Isara and Le Douche mm. de Siam. Mm, good call. And my probably least favourite, and again, it's a pretty good collection because there's nothing that I'm like, oh, that's absolute dog shit. Uh, probably Flor de Lolita and uh, Cavatina. Mm, but there's there's definitely nothing dog shit in in the collection nothing i I don't think anything you'd go is this is shit no you know they are and i'd pay the top wax for it as well yeah 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 because it's good uh fliss what what were your top favorites and least favorites top top tops are melody de l'amour uh pavilion d'or and erwan i think those three i I can't choose between them in terms of which one. I think probably Melody de L'Amour just pips it, but that's because I'm a Chibros freak. Um, mm. But Pavilion Door and Erewhon, I just think are so class, so class. And Erewhon, James, did you say uh, something about, was it Erewhon that you compared to nightclubbing? In some yeah. way, uh, no, it was. Uh, oh no, maybe it was. Yes, 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 a little bit. Like could, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, it does have that that same fag ashiness sort of um, like just. It doesn't smell like you know dog end 
fags or anything, but no. it it does have that sort of just d- a little hint of dusty mustiness to it. Well, I mean, yeah. to us, probably all ex-smokers and people who were reminiscing yeah. of the 90s yeah. and smoking inside, that smell of, yeah. like, just stale tobacco and clothes gives me, like, excitement of, like, oh, it's like a night out. Do you know what I mean? And I get that. Yeah, yeah, when you yeah. get that from perfume, you're like, oh, it, it reminds me it's so reminiscent. And that doesn't really exist anymore because people don't smoke inside. But I, I, I remember... Um first time i kissed a girl who'd been smoking and just thinking it's fucking amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean i think probably these days i find it totally fucking gross but but there was just that kind of frisson of excitement that went with it at the time um and and that that's that sort of uh, as you said the excitement of a night out that that just something filthy um it captures it beautifully and and this and nightclubbing could be like just fucking yeah. just so i get the appeal of the smoking. kind of bad girl you're thinking oh if she has this many tabs what else does she have <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What else would she, she do? Got, she got... All the tabs, all the crabs. That 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 could be the advert. That's a working for, uh, title. House of Ill Repute. Yeah, <laughs> working title. All the crabs and all the tabs. Uh, it's definitely set in Manchester, that one. Um, good, right. Um, well, uh, look, I mean, I, I, I think, um, you know, we, we had the inevitable conversation at the beginning about whether or not she's the perfumer. And I think, you know, probably uh, it feels like we're all on more or less the same page. It doesn't really matter because if what she's doing is being the creative director that, that kind of brings a, to life a sort of, a portfolio as kind of coherent and as you know flawlessly well semi-flawlessly but you know certainly generally exceptionally well executed like this then she's doing a fucking amazing job you know if she is the perfumer that's just the icing on the fucking cake to be honest i I think she is just to like i know we're gonna scream over the debate but i I think she is Mm. i've I've, you think she is yeah i do i but i think it depends on what your uh I think that if we put perfume on a scale and think of it as artists, with people like did did uh, you know um, Damien Hurst, how much of the shark did he put in the tank? Mm. But he's still the artist. I think I call her the perfumer in in in, in really the like, Damien Hurst sense. Yeah, <laughs> she's the Damien Hurst perfumer. I, I mean, I have to say, I, I I don't really know and I don't care. I think the the, mm. the argument that she isn't. Um, is is a um, you know it's a, it's a derivative argument in the sense that there's no real evidence. It's just based on a set of you know first principles, which is that you know creating perfumes like this is incredibly difficult, um, and she doesn't have uh, you know a, a lot of training. She's self-taught. Mm-hmm. So you know you take those two facts together, which are I, I think probably just facts. Um, you know, it's a reasonable deduction that that she might not be the perfumer, but there's no evidence to to really support that. So, 
Well, we've come back to this this conversation, but again, it, it matters not, as we've said before. But I think the fact that there's such a nice story, uh, there's clearly been some sort of investment in in making the brand uh, have a certain aesthetic that, that it pulls off incredibly well uh all the little pieces of artwork and everything it all ties everything in together which is the kind of effort that i appreciate i don't care if the perfumes from another brand are amazing right if they have this kind of bland or let's just go with a really minimal kind of aesthetic and let's not really put much into it uh then that doesn't necessarily interest me do you know what i mean whereas everything else that this brand's got going for it uh kind of makes up for the fact that even if she wasn't the perfumer do you know what i mean it, it it's like kind of doesn't matter at all because um as we've already said the perfumes are good and everything else that ties it in the stories the the titles of the perfumes everything um it, 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 it it's really cohesive and it all hangs together really well and i think you know uh, if you wanted to give it like a I don't know if you were coming at this as a like a marketeer or you had the uh you, you know you had to sell the story to somebody it would be so easy it's so like high concept just to go right okay here's the thing this is what she does this is her art it's very apparent straight away and I think not a lot of brands have that kind of clarity and comes through in the perfumes as well so irrespective of any of the conspiracy theories that I kind of unfortunately started everybody. <laughs> I'm kind of backing out of it now going, you guys just talking about this shit. So unimportant. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it, you, you can't, you can't fucking, uh, get that toothpaste back in the tube no i can't i know i know um but anyway uh yeah it's a it's a really good brand and i think the fact that we've had this very in-depth sort of dive into fucking all of them um i i think we've we've all had you know varying opinions but i think we've all reached a consensus that it's a fucking good brand like it's a really good mm. brand uh, absolutely absolutely it really is uh, an excellent brand and um the, the they they feel like a coherent collection a beautifully uh executed collection these lovely boxes with the art on the um on them uh, you know it's just lovely by the way ben um the card that you got I think is the picture from La Rhapsody Noir. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. Ah. It is. It's lovely, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, excellent stuff. Okay, right, let's wrap it up because um, I am dead, dead tired. Um, but, uh, yeah, apologies for not doing the entire second half in a strong Mancunian accent. It would have been <laughs> exhausting. Um, as Forgive always, him. we have... Yeah, thank you. As always, we have been Les Odorants. We will be back in two weeks' time with, I think, a Halloween special, um, which uh, will include an awful 14. Um, until next time, uh, stay well. We will be back soon. Uh, bye. 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 bye.